Blog Talk Radio.
Me to 
kind of dude, you know, he made me like jealous over things, I ain't really a jealous guy, but you know, <laughs> jealous of your jeans, girl, cause it can rub your long legs, of your hat, girl, cause it can kiss your forehead, jealous of your belt, girl, cause it can hug your waistline, hug your waistline, hug your waistline. Of your hips, yeah. Of your lipstick, cause it can kiss your lips, yeah. Jealous of your shoes, girl, cause they can kiss your toes, yeah. Rub your toes, yeah. Kiss your toes, yeah. Jealous of your earrings, I wanna kiss your ears, yeah.
Baby, allow me to place a kiss on every inch of you I treasure. There's not a spot that I plan to miss. A day I've been dreaming about our endeavors. I made a mixtape, ooh, just for this. Earth, wind, and fire, my Yosina. When we're not kissing, I want your lips to be reciting lyrics of pleasure. Open wide, open wide. Don't be shy, girl. In your eyes, in your eyes, I see your curiosity. So how about I be James and you can be Miss Marie? Baby, allow me to place a kiss on every inch of you I treasure. There's not a spot that I plan to miss. All day I've been dreaming about our endeavors. I made a mixtape, ooh, just for this. Earth, wind, and fire, my ghost, Nina. When we're not kissing, I want your lips to be reciting lyrics of pleasure. Baby, allow me to place a kiss on every inch of you I treasure. There's not a spot that I plan to miss. All day I've been dreaming about our endeavors. I made a mistake just for this. Earth, wind, and fire, my ghost, Nina.
All right, drop it on me. <laughs> I, I haven't had a chance to, to look at anything. <laughs> Come on, man, stop it. So, no, for real, you know, I told you I, I just got a, uh, so I've been running around. I haven't, and so he, he is like a two-year-old. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> uh, I'm dealing with that uh, somewhat now myself. Uh-huh. As a matter of fact, go sit. <laughs> yeah, they get up under you, boy, and it's, Ooh, it's very difficult to get from you. Yes. Well, I didn't... Um, get too much in matter of fact I didn't get into what's going on out here outside of uh special counsel testifying in front of the house. Durham Oh Dur- oh you're talking about Durham, yeah. I saw about five yeah. minutes of that. Uh that's about and how much were- I saw. <laughs> and that little five minutes I saw they was like really laying it on him. Yeah. How he um, was covering up. You know, I see him like a Bill Barr. Yeah. They, yeah. they are part of the establishment. He's a yeah. member, as I said before, of the senior executive service. And that's a level above so-called civil service employees. Okay. But they have other connections. And they are really, uh, to a large degree, the government. It's like having. Oh wow! It's like having another level of people to give the okay for what it is that you might want to do. Called the Secret Executive Service. They very rarely get talked about, but they're very influential, and many of the inspector generals who sit above the government employees, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a good example, the inspector generals, who are supposed to oversee what's going on in the various agencies, but they've become a part of the problem. They basically cover up stuff. And that pretty much is what he did. Because, see, with all that he saw... There's no way he shouldn't have brought charges, but that would have meant charging British intelligence and charging Australian intelligence. Because so they we were, were implicated in trying to set up Trump. Go ahead, Beth. So we're looking at the head of deep state. Is these the the head? I mean, these is the head people that's running deep state. But, but I mean, there's probably some levels ahead of them. But these are like the generals. Yeah, let's call them the managers. The managers. They okay. manage everything for for continuity of government. Okay. The inspector generals. Mm-hmm. They're nothing more than the managers. They report to the people with the money. Okay, now, in this country, they're known as donors. 
right? But what has mm-hmm. happened over the years there, family, is that you got people like Zuckerberg, you got people like Bill Gates, and many other billionaires who have been who have become the chief financiers of government. You see, because they're in the process of taking the thing over. That's what you see with Hunter Biden getting charged, uh, stealing a taffy apple out of out of a store. When he may have stolen the taffy apple, but he robbed six banks on the way to stealing the taffy apple. So he don't get uh, arrested for sticking up the six banks. I'm talking about Hunter Biden, a.k.a. Tyrone Biggums. He gets arrested for stealing the taffy apple at the store. That's what we just saw. Flip that around for Orange Man. Orange Man deposits money in six banks on the way to the store to buy a taffy apple. But when he get there, the store is closed, but he still gets charged with robbing six banks, even though he made deposits at six banks. You follow what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. So that's why Trump is being persecuted or is it prosecuted? While Tyrone Biggums, who all over the internet with underage little girls having sex with them, smoking crack cocaine and all kind of debauchery. They've got documented evidence and tape recordings of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden talking about the deals that they made to get the $10 million from Ukraine. And they don't get charged with any of this. And the media, mainstream, pretty much refuses to report on any of it. So I thought that uh, Durham was going to be testifying behind closed doors. I thought I had heard that a couple of weeks ago. So I didn't know he was going to be testifying publicly, but I guarantee it wasn't like uh, with Mueller where he was on every single channel, you see? Mm-hmm. So both of them were special counsels. Both of them primarily dealt, dealt with the same thing. One found that Trump couldn't be held criminal, criminally liable for anything. That would be Mueller. And the other one pointed the finger directly at Hillary Clinton and the Democratic uh, Party. That would be Durham. But nobody goes to jail but Trump people. That is why a real insurrection is inevitable in in this country. It has to happen to cleanse itself of the people who have hijacked the government. That's what we're talking about now in terms of the real system of white supremacy 
in blackface. Okay? Let's take Nancy Pelosi stepping down as the Speaker of the House, right? After engaging in some of the most ridiculous stuff anybody has ever seen in politics in this country. Straight up criminal behavior. Who replaced her, Bear? He's now the minority. He's now the minority uh, member, uh, the minority uh, person in the House. He took Nancy Pelosi's seat, but they lost the House. So if they take back the House, he'll become the Speaker of the House. You know who that is? Yeah, I know the guy, the little gay guy. Hakeem um, Jeffries. Um, mm-hmm. You see how they just put a black face on this insanity? Yes. Now that same guy, Uncle Leonard Jeffries, was one of the so-called uh, brothers in the struggle up in New York who the Jews tried to jam along with Dr. Tony Martin, who, interestingly enough, was a professor at the college, the all-girl college where Hillary Clinton graduated. Now, that name of that college is escaping me. But I remember years and years ago, we did some research on that college based on that situation with uh, Leonard Jeffries and and uh, Tony Martin, because Tony Martin, I think, wrote the book called The Jewish Onslaught. I think he was the author of that book, if my memory serves me correct. At any rate, he was vilified. They jumped all over him. And check this. Not long after that, the ABL spying case broke wide open. Okay. Now, there was other things that went on in between that. You had the Million Man March. You had Khaled getting kicked to the curb at the height of his popularity. Uh, So there was a lot of things going on uh, during that period of time. So to see Leonard Jeffrey's nephew now become the de facto speaker of the house and looking at who he riding with or what he's riding with is really disgusting to me personally. You see? Because there's no way in hell he don't know anything about the ADL, but here's the problem. He's in the pocket of Wall Street. That's why they put him there. They run him. And I told you, family, that's one of the Negroes that got five corners on his head. And I'm going to say this again. Any Negro you run across that got five corners on his head, there's something wrong with him. Okay? We used to call him Waterhead back in the day. But that's Hakeem Jeffries. Okay? And it's just amazing, Bear, 
you got all these people with these African names because that's how Barack Obama uh, was brought before black people to be so appealing. Right. Because he didn't have a, a white person's name, allegedly. Okay. But as we can see, there was nothing black about him. And we got several of them here in Chicago. And all of them, Bev, they all exert the same behavior. These are status quo Negroes, if you ever seen one. All right? They don't step out their own shadow when the sun go down. You understand what I'm saying, family? <laughs> they will not step out of their own shadow when the sun go down. These Negroes still looking for their shadow. Pointing these things out. And then all of a sudden they get revealed like with Russell Simmons. Every single one of these Negroes that we done talked about on this program as being definite enemies of black people always seem to get busted out and we don't have anything to do with it. It's their behavior. So you watch Charlemagne the goddamn. Watch him. And watch Boo Boo Johnson. Watch him. Because we had already told you. As a matter of fact, Bear, and this kind of really blew my mind. Mm-hmm. When somebody asked me yesterday, was I aware of what happened with uh, Russell Simmons? I, I hadn't heard anything about it, you know, because I'm, I'm really sick of, of celebrities. I, I'd rather not talk about them if I have, you know, m- my choice of things to talk about. Because there's too many other important things that are going on than to worry about uh, some bent-over Negro uh, who having problems with his family or some other entertainer. It just gets old after a while. Once you know they aren't who they claim to be, that should be more than enough. And that's how I feel about Russell Simmons. And Boo Boo Johnson, same thing. Because eventually, uh, the reality of who they are comes forward. And I'm seeing some of the young uh, people that's on the Internet that's giving out information. I see that they're on to uh, Boo Boo what you call Boo Boo Johnson? Yeah, Boo Boo Johnson. Because it seems like everything he gets involved in, he make a boo boo. While he's well, yeah, they boo-boo. call. Go ahead, Ben. They've been calling him out. They've been calling him out. Now I hadn't been uh, hearing you, that. You're not before, surprised, like, like I hear it now, right? We said that was going to happen from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You see. Now, if he has any kind of righteousness about him, he would refund everybody their money, right? Hmm. You forget but that. that's kind of hard to do when you pimp, and pimping ain't easy. And it's got to be especially difficult 
pimping all over the world. So, but this, they're not to be the, the origin of any of this. They're not the origin of anything. Uh, They're following a long tradition. Who was it uh, that became um, an acceptable Negro on the plantation? Was it Chicken George? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I never watched Roots. I think I watched one episode, and it was like in the middle, so... I, just, I never got into Roots because I knew it was going to be a little bit too tame. I'm more of a Django type of brother. Right. So, uh, but yeah, these people are very predictable in their behavior because they never want to accept responsibility for anything that they do wrong. They always want to uh, blame it on somebody else. They figure their paymasters got their back. All right? Now, it's very, very quiet. But I know you heard a few weeks ago about Black Lives Matter uh, being in bankruptcy. They have spent all that money that they got. You hadn't heard about it, Bear? No, I haven't heard. Mm-mm. I figured some people on your, some of your other shows would have, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they pretty much bankrupt. And that's because they were nothing more than a front, a fake black organization anyway. set up by the right. Democratic Party. Go ahead, Bill. No, I'm just agreeing with you. But seem like uh, the covers is coming off of all of it. Just like you showed me that, uh, sent me that picture about a um, when they were fighting, when they were pro, yeah, Antifa. Yeah, that's the first time you ever seen anybody from Antifa get jacked up down there in Texas. That's right. And then the little white girl gonna try to run up in the the face of the, the Texas police down there. And uh, she didn't want to step back like they kept telling us, so they arrested her big ass, too. Mm-hmm. We got room in the paddy wagon for you. I've never seen that happen before because the police have been told to leave Antifa alone because they are pretty much the thugs of this Zionist operation that we are going through right now. They would be considered 75 years ago, uh, actually a little longer than that now. Wow, time flies. 80 years ago, they would be considered the Hitler Youth. That's the role that they play. To go out there and confront anybody because they know they're never going to be arrested. See, there's only one group in this country that has the power to do that. Well, at the same time, claiming to be the friends to black people, right? 
They claiming to be your friend unless you're on the other side. And again, this is that same 3,000-year-old move that they tried to make back then to put in place a one-world government back then under Akhenaten or Moses. You know, y'all choose your name. Same thing. Complete with debauchery. They called it Sodom and Gomorrah back then. Now they call it LGBT human rights. With a particular focus, check it out, family, on the children. Now, I don't know if some of y'all going to have to go get y'all some blood and put it on your door. So maybe your children get passed over. But I wouldn't be surprised if I take a look at the tea leaves in terms of what's going on in California with them trying to criminalize parents who don't want their children indoctrinated into some particular sexual orientation. And it ain't just California's. Washington State, uh, Oregon, New York, uh, Colorado, all of those places. Did I, I didn't mention Chicago. Well, of course, we got one of the main financiers of the thing as the governor in this state. And he ain't had it. But when you when you step back from this and, and you just observe it, what you see is a bunch of Jewish billionaires. I'm sorry. You see a bunch of Old Testament billionaires who are financing the takeover of the country. That's from Klaus Schwab to Stoltenberg at the UN to uh, uh, to Soros. And, and someone in the chat room is asking, what's the difference between Rockchild and Rockefeller? But those are old They're competitors. They're competitors for the same thing. They, they basically fight each other to jockey for position while they're both working on the same thing. Same. Take over the okay. world. Okay. Yeah, they just want to be a of more importance, uh, occupy a higher rung on the ladder. Okay? But them people have worked together for quite some time. And it's interesting for the Rockefellers, much more so than the Rothschilds, because the Rothschilds, that lineage goes back hundreds of years. The Rockefellers basically... uh, acquired their wealth in the 1800s through theft, theft, and gangsterism, swindling people, snake oil salesmen. Okay, and then when the oil boom hit, that's when they become prominent.
Okay, you know what? I better put you on the leash because, yeah, you licking your tongue out. You better not be done nothing that I don't want you to do. So hold on a second, Bill. Let me. Okay. Come on, man. Come on, <laughs> uh, Dr. Robert X do have a GoFundMe page, and his GoFundMe page is on the Truth to Power page. So please send a donation. Uh, to help him with his research, if it's just to yep. get ink for his computer, paper, some more glasses, whatever uh, the donation is, just send it to him to show your appreciation okay. of him taking the time and effort. Okay, doctor. Yeah, I'm back there. Um, okay. It's a very they have very fascinating history, and you know it's interesting, Bear, because I started my research literally read about the histories of the Rothschilds and uh, all these old Jewish banking families. I can't even remember their names at this point. But I started reading the history of these people and the interconnections through marriage and stuff like that of the Jewish aristocracy, many of them German Jews. pretty much where I started. And you can imagine those books were like dictionaries. It's a shame I can't remember a lot of that stuff. It doesn't really take anything from me, but somebody to recall an event, you know, somebody that was around me at that time that can recall a, a particular event, and then all that memory starts to roll back in. But these people would marry, they would intermarry within their own families, or they would only marry uh, the so-called blue blood, just like the wasps. The wasps were no different. But the the Jews had that additional thing in terms of uh, what they perceived as their history. So they really kept it tight. As a matter of fact, the Rothschilds didn't start marrying outside of their own family. They would marry their cousins and all this kind of stuff. And again, this is not unique. Uh, history is replete, including African history, is replete with you know people marrying uh, within their particular status. I'm talking about uh, royalty. That was not uncommon. But these people, I think, took it to another level because they have this messianic attitude about being chosen by somebody. And what's amazing to me is they've been able to make it stick. Wherever they went throughout Europe 200 years ago, they weren't allowed to do that. They would get kicked out everywhere they went by other white people. But again, creating international banking systems that they control has allowed for them through manipulating people's currencies to take over their countries. And now we've gone to another level. See, all these so-called trade agreements, that's them. 
NAFTA and all of that, all that's them. That's a part of their program to create world government. But first they got to take down certain countries. So how do you take down the United States? You basically assassinate the middle class. That's what they're doing now. Part of that assassination attempt is to tear down their culture and turn white people into demons. Only the white people that they point out, not them. See, and that's fundamental because if you believe what they say, you believe that these white people who they call in white supremacists are the devil when in fact, the people that's calling them the devil are openly worshiping Satan. You see? So now, that ties right in with these people who basically run, run Biden and they ran Obama. I'm talking about the lawyers. Accused the opposition of everything that they're doing. So you can see the similarities that, and the patterns of their behavior. You can stick Jeffrey Epstein right in the middle of all of it. Well, who is he connected? He connected with the banks and the major educational or academic institutions in the country. But he's a pedophile. Well, so are they. It's dangerous and, uh, stuff, family. The, Go ahead, Beth. And, and at the end of the show yesterday, you uh, said something that was very interesting. You said that these people, and I agree, um, Old Testament, that they are the, the true aliens. Yes. I'm, I'm coming and to they, that realization based on the yeah. other things that they're doing. Go ahead, Beth. Yes, and I mean, they the ones that's running things here, and they the ones that's uh, against humans or mankind or whatever name you want to call us. They the main ones that's fighting us, trying to get us off the planet. Openly, openly. They give speeches on it. Yeah. You know, so... and it, on top of all that, Bear, they're trying to block out the rays of the sun. They build an off-world civilization. Mm-hmm. And, and they're attempting to, what's the word? I want to say geoengineer. I'm not sure if that's the right word. Geoengineering the planet. They call it climate change. And I can tell you now, they're attempting to create a synthetic society. Everything, including humans, are going to be produced in the lab. Whatever you see is real today. A hundred years from now, it'll be a synthesis of what used to be real. It'll be something that's manufactured in the lab. A tree takes a, takes hundreds of years to reach maturity. A tree for them, because of genetic manipulation, 
probably take a week to reach maturity. You see? And you, in the state, and, and you know, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go finish. finish. The, the same thing with humanity. All right? Because once they begin to inculcate the technology inside of the people, Okay, let's just say once they inculcate AI into the people. This is this is going to be part of what our next form is going to be. Uh, and by the way, friend, that's on uh, July the 16th. That's on a Sunday, too. July the 16th. Yes. 357 East 79th Street at King Solomon's Mine. Um, but... Wow, I lost my train of thought. That's that's all right. We were talking about, about uh, the but, oh, it, 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 the title of the forum is AI. AI thought it was me. Yeah. <laughs> AI thought it a, was me. AI thought it was me. Oh, AI thought it was me. Okay. Yeah, because. <laughs> AI is uh-huh. seeking to reproduce you. Right. Yeah. So, again, it's a play on words, but I think mm-hmm. it's appropriate because I think that's where we're going. The synthesization of humanity. And, again, they don't have this. They want to recreate humanity in what they view as their image. And it just boggles my mind how people run to stuff like Chat GPT and get on it because they they got to got to get the next new gadget, the new shiny thing. Okay, there's very little thinking involved uh, when people do that kind of thing. It's just they've seen something or heard something that make them want to go and dive right in. But when you look at all of this stuff, Bill, family, when you look at the people behind it, it's the same people that wanted you to take the venom. Mm-hmm. The very same people. So these things aren't downstream from each other. They're flowing in the same tide. And that's the real system of white supremacy, family. Well, we're kind of laying little little pieces out now. That's what white supremacy is. And these people have been trying to do this for over 3,000 years. This ain't new. They get caught. They go on the ground. They change their name. When they come back up, they Illuminati. And I always tell people, go look and tell me what the lineage is of the founder of the Illuminati. Is it Old Testament? Of course it is. (laughs) No question about it. But, man, you can't say that. 
Because if you say that, you anti-Semite. But if you don't say it, are you a participant in your own destruction? That's all right. Because if nobody ever says it, nobody ever knows it. And that's why we kind of started with stuff that's going on out here today. With And who would have ever thought? Most people, when you go buy a shoe brand, you don't necessarily associate pedophilia and child ritual sacrifice with buying a shoe. Why would you? Until you find out that you're basically helping to finance all of it. And furniture. Remember, they were charging up. What was that wayward or way for when they was, you could buy um, that through the furniture too? Yes. And before that, because, see, it's never happened like this before, Bear. Generally, you you will have a particular issue to come up with some school where the children are uh, uh, pointing the finger at uh, the proprietors of a school saying that they molested them and stuff like that, like an open Winfrey school, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now that people know what open Winfrey represents, there's no way in hell you're going to be shocked if little girls are being molested at a school that she opened up. Why, why would you be shocked? It's like if Jeffrey Dahmer opened a restaurant, would you be surprised if uh, human legs are on the menu? Not, not in his restaurant. Exactly. Well, that, that's where we're at now with government as it's being constructed by Old Testament. And I, I have to say this every now and then. I ain't talking about all Jews. I'm talking about these Zionists uh, and others who practice Satanism. Openly, you see, if you bind into this stuff, you need to lose your children. I hope they take your children away from you because you don't need them no way. So, when we stopped yesterday, Sister Bear family, mm-hmm. uh. We put Balenciaga back on the table just to make sure, because we have short memories of how Balenciaga was much more than a fashion outlet, because as we pointed out, the creative director of Balenciaga was named as an ambassador to Ukraine by Zelensky. Obvious Old Testament uh, sadomasochist. Obviously. 
okay? We talked about uh, some of the billionaires who just happened to be Old Testament and organizations that are financing this stuff. And I say openly because I'm reading about it. So that's in the open. And then we could connect all of that with not just Jeffrey Epstein and others, but we can also connect it to J.P. Morgan Chase. By the way, Bear, settled out of court. Because hmm. they can't be in a position where all them names got to come out. Because they was helping facilitate the flow of money. After, years yeah. after, Epstein was uh, shown to be a pedophile. Go ahead, Bear. Yeah, and they drug dealers. Remember, they all have all the drugs on their uh... Yes. But they don't care about drugs, Bear. Okay. They really uh-huh. don't. That's why they legalizing it. Mm-hmm. Remember, in Silicon Valley, they have drug parties where they take ecstasy and uh, right. uh, mushrooms and a host of other drugs, and then they have orgies. But the women who are invited, who may be given preferential treatment uh, based on coochie function, <laughs> right, uh, they're not allowed to talk about what go on or which one of the moguls they slept with or how many. You keep your legs open and your mouth shut. And you may go up the ladder, but you could also end up in the toilet. All all that's necessary to really, as we go back and take a look, because one of the other things uh, you'll find is that many of the black intellectuals during the early part of the last century many of them will become engaged in homosexual activity. Okay? Because they're dealing with the same people, right? Uh, So, of course, the behavior is going to pretty much uh, mirror them. So then you look at all of these people, all these billionaires, and one of the other important things that you find is their connection and control overwhelmingly of the technology sector. You see? That that's why they weasel their way into China. All the majors until Orange Man came in and basically threw a monkey wrench in the whole thing. But they got him back because they censoring him unlike any person 
in the history of this country. And he okay. said it. He, he said, you know, in his private life, he has experienced some some tough things, but not, nothing like what he's up against now with old Oh, man, listen. The toughest real estate market in the country, New York City. Mm-hmm. And that's where he became a billionaire. So you know he know the ropes. Yeah. Again, that's, a, that's another reason why it's so hard for them to really nail him down. Because he has a faction of the Jews supporting him. Right? And that's why I, I stress again that for me, Orange Man offers up the opportunity because he's fighting some of the same institutions that people I've been involved with have been pretty much fighting on our level for the last 40 years. 40 plus years. But then when you can be able to lay, lay out how these people basically financed and then destroyed uh, much of the black liberation movement, okay, and you understand that they basically will send their women in there. If they can't get the men in there, they'll send uh, Miss Susie in there because she's nothing more than a prop for them. Jewish women have never had uh, any level of power. Uh, They basically take orders. They're put in a position by the men. Now, when you start talking about chauvinism, they are perhaps the most chauvinist group of people on the planet. Now, I, I would probably put the Muslims in there, too, because there ain't no women That's nowhere. That's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> That's what I was yeah. getting ready to say. Yeah. But that could be because they worship the same icons, Abraham. So, matter of fact, Abraham, A-B-R-A, the first four letters out of Abraham is A-R-A-B. Fail, bear. A R A B. Yeah. Abraham is spelled A B R A H A M. But the first four letters in Abraham, who the Muslims claim, right, just like the Jews claim, the first four letters spell what? A R A B. Arab bear. So the Arab basically is announcing uh, his foundation is Abraham. So he names himself after his founder, Arab. Let's go on. (laughs) So it's kind of like... It's kind of like the daddy named his son the junior. The daddy named John yeah. and the son John Jr. Yeah. That guy or, or whoever. Try this one, Bev, because we, we dealt with mm-hmm. this one 
uh, some years ago, I, I looked at the, I remember the faces of some of the people when we kind of unlocked this one. Remember the Baphomet? Mm-hmm. And the, and the spelling of the Baphomet, B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T, the Baphomet, and its origins is Old Testament. Actually, it goes back to ancient Kemet. And, of course, they come in and take over, and they change the name. So the Baphomet, but see, they, they always, when they name something, they hide stuff in it. Because remember, all the names that they used back during those times, they all had meanings. Still do. So if you take a look at the Baphomet, let's take the first two letters, B-A. Let's turn it around to A-B. In Hebrew, that means father. Okay, so now you got P-H-O-M-E-T. And out of those letters, you get M-H-O-T-E-P. M-Hotep. <laughs> exactly. The father, M-Hotep. And they would be accurate because they got a synthetic version called the Baphomet, but they still have to acknowledge the origin. You see? Mm, right. The father M. Hotel. Now, they've taken our ancient traditions and corrupted them. That's what they do. Exactly. And so, we used to say, when you really take a look at the theological leanings of these people and us and you have just because I'm not a super historian I tend to rely on my spirit to kind of get me through some things but we used to say what you really got is black people imitating white people who are imitating black people Now, you can take that today and apply it to the title of the program, White Supremacy in Blackface. And it don't matter if they imitating us or we imitating them. What matters is the origin of the imitation. And for me, that's why it's necessary to identify the real system of white supremacy. And I'm doing the best I can. And I don't have any preconceived notions. Uh, I didn't put them in the position where they're the ones exercising all of the dirt that's going on on the planet today. Not all of it, but a great deal of it. Because they they have literally uh, bankrupted and imprisoned whole countries. And you may not see it now, but let's give it a few months. Everybody going to see it. Because they're limiting food production. They're limiting people's movement. They disarm the populations around the world. 
So you watch. See, this this is what white people get. <laughs> but you know, uh, this is what white people this is what white people mm-hmm. get for not observing history. Go ahead, Beth. And when I was uh, on the road last week, once before, uh, I, w- I was in the farm area, and I, I would see some animals. I saw no yes. animals, and this was farm wow. after farm. And I was, the people I was with, I was like, where are the animals at? And then when right. we got to the part where the Amish was at, that's when I saw some cows and, and so some animals. But it was all mm-hmm. these farms, and there was not one single animal on these farms. Yeah, and John Carriers came out point blank and said, well, we may just have to just confiscate the farms and shut down the farms. Because mm. they want you eating food that's synthetic, that's grown in the lab. Well, we must be already eating it because I is I don't see no animals. It takes a little while because a lot of the food that's come to this country is imported from other countries. There, why we can't eat our from, own? Uh, and why is that? I mean, why we can't eat our a, own food? Mm-hmm. For the same reason that they would. Uh, they was paying farmers to destroy their own crops. They was paying Why do we have farmers to destroy milk? So I'm just saying, here, if I have a cow right here, I can't eat this cow. I got to wait till they ship a cow from Chile somewhere and eat that That's cow. Correct. And they passed laws there making it damn near impossible for farmers or manufacturers who ain't got billions of dollars already. And many, most of the farmers depend on bank, bank loans because few of the farmers outside of the big conglomerates, the Archer Daniels Midlands and them people, uh, supermarket to the world. Okay. But the most of your regular farmers, they operate in the deficit position. All right, so they need the bank loans. So now you got ESG, right? Mm-hmm. With BlackRock telling people who should get the bank loans. So you the know what they're going to do. I'm sorry, Bill, say that again? No, I just say the bankers are the problem. I mean, a major part of the problem, along with the pharmaceuticals. If the people really wanted to strike a blow for freedom, this is across the The board. Nothing to do with race. And the pharmaceuticals, yeah. Yeah, it's like I said, target a bank. I I say Mm J.P. Morgan Chase. Target them. All right? And watch the results. But, you know, again, I'm a poor black man who makes less than $10,000 a year. I am not to be listened to under any circumstances. That's the way it works. And I'm an anti-Semite because I see what the hell is going on, and I don't mind talking about it. 
just like a Mel Gibson, right? Don't you dare make no Christ movies. If you make a movie about Christ, you a demon. Or James Cabazil. Because he walking in the same footsteps as Mel Gibson. But what they're doing is they know. Both of these guys are very smart white boys. They know what the deal is. And they won't come right out and say everything openly, but they can give you or allude to what it is because they know. So, of course, they are the white supremacists because they'll talk about it. You see, they'll call me a black white supremacist. And my whole history it's been about the upliftment of black people. But I can guarantee you, since I'm not well known there, black people mm-hmm. will jump on me 10 times more than white people. That's how it works, too. I told you, my history here in Chicago was as a demon for telling black people the truth on black talk radio. Half of the people that listen, half of the people knew who I am, and they agree with me because they know I do a lot of research. But the other half are very well educated, and they don't want to hear nothing that's going to make them change what they've been told. Until they look up and find out that their ass is in a sling. This didn't just start. It's been going on for over 100 years. Okay. Uh, So I wanted to kind of get into uh, a little bit further this technology, because the technology serves the interests of the same people who are pushing the social agenda. And we kind of mentioned this yesterday. That's why you got Instagram getting busted, running child porn rings, right? And, and again, I've been on this stuff for a long time. I've never seen this much pedophile stuff in the media. Normally, you would have one sensational case every couple of years or something, every three, four years. Now, I can't hardly watch anything without somebody talking about child trafficking, uh, particularly on the southern border. So that just goes to show you how much this stuff has grown and is out in the open. But the technology and the people that run it is an addendum to it. Case in point, uh, 
I may have mentioned this yesterday, I'm not quite sure. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. And I remember when they first put WhatsApp out here. As a matter of fact, apps, period. Every time you turn around, these people want you to download some app in order to get some free stuff or listen to something or somebody. I believe in simplicity. So if somebody sends me an article from a particular publication and it tells me I got to give them my email and all of that in order to read the publication, I don't want to read it. No, I'm not. I'm not downloading no app to read nothing. Because people don't read the fine print about what it is that they're downloading and how it really works. So you download WhatsApp, and you may as well be sending all your coordinates, your address, your age, your name, et cetera, et cetera, to Israel. And my job is to make things easy for them, is to make it as difficult as possible. Let me show you what I mean, family. This is from TechCrunch. WhatsApp has an encrypted child abuse problem. WhatsApp has an encrypted child abuse problem. That ain't the only problem it got. Okay? Now, watch this, family, because, again, we, uh, this is all part and parcel of the real system of white supremacy. And we pointed out about six, seven years ago that WhatsApp, when you download it again, your information goes straight to Israel. They say in this article, Bear, WhatsApp chat groups are being used to spread illegal child abuse imagery end-to-end encryption. So they hide in it for them. The app is conducive to them not getting caught engaging in pedophilia. They say without the necessary number of human moderators, the disturbing content is slipping by WhatsApp's automated systems. A report from two Israeli NGOs reviewed by TechCrunch details how third-party apps for discovering WhatsApp uh, groups include, uh, quote, adult, unquote, sections that offer invite links to join rings of users trading images of child exploitation. TechCrunch reviewed the materials showing these groups are currently active. Okay? They say groups with names like child porn only. No ADV. I'm assuming that's uh, advertisers, 
child porn only, no advertising, and child porn X videos found on the group discovery app, group links for, group links for what? Found on the group discovery app, quote, group links for what, unquote, uh, by Lisa Studio, don't even attempt to hide their nature. And a screenshot provided by anti-exploitation startup, Antitoxin, reveals active WhatsApp groups with names like children, then they got a set of lips and two sets of bras and panties. Okay, this is in quotes. Children, the set of lips and bra and panties, unquote, video CP, video child pornography, a known abbreviation for child pornography. WhatsApp itself should have immediately led these groups to be deleted and their members banned. Now, keep in mind, family. WhatsApp is owned, I'm sorry, uh, Instagram is owned by Facebook or Meta or Mark Zuckerberg, who you don't have to be a rocket scientist or a genius to see that that dude is not human. Okay? And he got busted during the last election giving, spending $400 million to make sure that they stole the state of Wisconsin. And then got admonished for it after the election was over but he ain't spent five minutes in jail. Then he gets busted uh, for illegally censoring people based on your particular political philosophy. All right? Let's go on. They say a startup called Antitoxin Technology that researches the topic has backed up the report providing the screenshot saying it's identified more than 1,300 videos and photographs of minors involved in sexual acts on WhatsApp groups. Given that Tumblr's app was recently temporarily removed from the Apple Store, for allegedly harboring child abuse imagery, we've asked Apple if it will temporarily suspend WhatsApp, but have not heard back. So what is the attraction where these major technology companies would take a chance on being uh, put up under the gun in terms of the justice system why would they take a chance on that by allowing 
in aiding and abetting child pornography? Is it because they're involved? Well, as you said, look at the people Jeffrey Epstein hung out with. Go ahead, Bill. I just say, as you say, bingo. Yes. So, again, these people have a long history, long history uh, in terms of their behavior, particularly as it has to do with children. Long history. Sacrifice for children is nothing new. It's been going on for a long time. But uh, many people think that that's a uh, that's from a bygone era. Those things don't happen today, or they happen much more frequent frequently. That's why I said earlier, I am amazed at how often I hear politicians talking about regaining control of the border based on human trafficking and child trafficking specifically. In 2016, Orange Man put it on the table for the first time, really, by any major politician. And then he went about his business of cracking down on it. And what happened? All of a sudden, these major CEOs from corporations, including the head of Microsoft at the time, Schmidt, all stepped down. Okay? Now, that's, that's an interesting time frame because remember, Bear, that's when all that stuff came up about uh, Comet Pizza and Pizzagate and John Podesta and Maria Abramovic. And, of course, when Maria Abramovic comes up in the discussion, then the people that she hanging with, like Jay-Z and others, come up in the discussion. We also saw so Kardashian. Go ahead, so what happened to her? What happened to her? Because all of a sudden, you hear nothing about her. Well, she did a commercial, I think, last year for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And because she's been exposed, the people overwhelmingly rejected it, this commercial. And it was gone off the Internet, never to be seen again within hours. Okay. That's how many people bum rushed it. Just like what they're doing with Budweiser today. Okay. But the important thing is, Bear, we had the FBI come out and put out a list of names and and uh, symbols that directly re- reflected the pedophile network. And that was all over the place, but the mainstream media, who has been engaged in this pedophile stuff and child ritual sacrifice and been hiding it for decades, but never like they uh, tried to discredit anybody that talked about it then. And it was obvious, if you looked at the photographs inside Tony Podesta's house, okay, and many of those photographs ended up online, 
the one common theme that they seem to have with children. Okay? So, uh, Hillary Clinton was was uh, exposed as being a re- uh, a consistent patron at Comet Pizza. Okay. What's this dude who is the major anchor on CNN? Ah, oh. <laughs> he's oh, still yeah, there. Ain't mama. somebody in the ones that's been fired. Huh? Yeah, and his mama and his mother been into it for a long time. Vanderbilt. No, no I ain't talking about. I ain't this? talking about him. Who are you talking about? No, this is the this is the older guy. Oh, no. Oh. He's still he's on an CNN? anchor. CNN. I think his name it begins with a T. His last name. Anyway. It got exposed that him and his wife were frequent visitors to Comet Pizza, and he said, this came out of his mouth, that Comet Pizza was his wife's favorite restaurant. Now, that's a restaurant for children. Remember, they showed photographs of Obama going there playing ping pong with children. Right. This little hole-in-the-wall pizza joint. Right? And uh, Hillary Clinton was a frequent visitor there. Now, all, uh, look, Bear, this is, this is so important because you had Anthony Weiner. All during this time period, all this stuff is being exposed. Anthony Weiner gets busted for the second time, uh, so-called sexting children, trying to meet up with them. He ended up going to prison, but his wife wasn't worrying because the scuttlebutt was she was Hillary Clinton's woman. They were yum yum eat them up. Homer Aberdeen. Okay, so all of this stuff is coming out at the same time. And they supposedly had all kind of heinous images on on Anthony Weiner's laptop, so much so that a number of police quit their jobs because they wanted that stuff exposed to the public because it involves Hillary Clinton too. And to this day, they have not released the stuff on that laptop, on his computer. They try to do the same thing to Tyrone Biggums with his laptop. You see, their technology has got him in trouble. Podesta got busted out because of his emails. Okay. So look, the mainstream media and the so-called status quo 
Thank you, my brother, Brother Derek. Jake Tapper is correct. Jake Tapper said his wife, Comet Pizza, is his wife's favorite restaurant. I don't know nobody. I don't care how much you like pizza. <laughs> I don't know nobody that says pizza joint is their favorite restaurant. Who does that? No. They weren't talking about pizza. They're talking about sex. Hitting in pizza. Okay? Now, check this. Now this comes out, family. Cheese pizza? Meta's Instagram facilitated massive pedophile network. So we got the app that's going to help the pedophiles hide and recruit. And they ain't looking at it and looking into it until Twitter gets bought and then exposes all of the pedophile networks on Twitter. And Elon Musk promptly had them removed after they said it didn't exist. See, up until Twitter gets bought, they're denying that these pedophile networks even exist. This is from Zero Heads family. Check what they say. Wait a minute. A comprehensive tell me the, uh, wait, Dr. X, read it, read it to me yeah. again, the title. Cheese Pizza. Mm. Cheese pizza? Question mark. Meta's Instagram facilitated massive pedophile network. Okay. So what does facilitated mean? That means they were overseeing the damn thing. And that's by Zero Hedge? Yes. So here's what they say. A comprehensive investigation by the Wall Street Journal and the Stanford Internet Observatory reveals that Meta-owned Instagram has been home to an organized and massive network of pedophiles. But what separates this case is that Instagram's own algorithms were promoting pedophile content to other pedophiles while the pedos used coded emojis, such as a picture of a map or a slice of cheese pizza. They say the pedophile accounts on Instagram mix brazenness with superficial efforts to veil their activity, researchers found. Certain emojis function as a kind of code such as an image of a map, an image of a map, which is shorthand for minor attracted person. Remember, Bev, in Pizzagate, it was shown that they found some napkins with map written on it? Now, it wasn't Mm -hmm. until a year or so ago, last year, that they finally decided to come out and rename pedophiles as minor attracted persons. So look at this. Let me read that sentence again. Certain emojis. 
Didn't Hunter Biden huh? have something about? Uh, didn't Hunter Biden have something about a map on him dealing with New Jersey or something like that? With the pedophile. Yes, he was supposedly. Yeah, it was uh, tattooed on his back. I forget the name of it. Uh, well, I was just thinking about that the other day too, Bear. Uh, but yeah, it, it's supposed to be a secluded area. Uh, Tetmos would know a little bit more about it than I do. Okay, uh, I just don't recall all of it. I'm not sure if it was a secret society, so I don't want to say that. But that appears to be, again, my memory is a little hazy of what that represented. Okay, but let me go back to this article because they say, well, let me read that last part again. Certain emojis function as a kind of code, such as an image of a map, shorthand for minor attractive person, or one of cheese pizza which shares its initials with child pornography, CP, according to Levine of the University of Massachusetts. Many declare themselves, quote, lovers of the little things in life, unquote, meaning children. They go on to say, Instagram allowed pedophiles to search for content with explicit hashtags such as hashtag pedo whore and hashtag preteen sex that was used to connect them to accounts that advertised child sex material for sale from users going under the name such as little slut for you. Sellers of child porn often conveyed conveyed the child's purported age with an emoji of a reverse arrow. They say Meta claims to have taken down 27 pedophile networks over the past two years and says it plans more removal. Quote, that a team of three academics with limited access could find such a huge network should set off alarms at Meta, unquote, said Alex Stamos, head of the Stanford Internet Observatory and Meta's chief security officer until 2018. Researchers set up test accounts within the pedophile network which were immediately inundated with, quote, suggested for you, unquote, recommendations of child sex content, as well as accounts linking to off-platform trading sites. Quote, Instagram is an on-ramp, on-ramp to places on the Internet where there's more explicit child sex abuse, unquote. Uh, said Brian Levine, director of the UMass Rescue Lab. Meta accounted for 85% of child pornography reports filed with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. 85%. They go on to say, Sarah Adams, 
a Canadian mother of two, built an Instagram audience discussing child exploitation on social media. Adam's followers would send her disturbing things that they've encountered on the platform. One messaged her with, quote, incest toddlers, unquote. Incest toddlers. Bear, what's a toddler? A toddler is like a two-year-old, three-year-old baby. Yes. Pretty much they can't either walk or talk. Right. One or the other. Okay. So they have to so talk. That's a month old. That's a month old then. Yes. Yes. Her friends were helping her by wiring her up to the, inc- uh, not incest, but child exploitation uh, accounts. Okay. So this woman Adams uh, said that she went to one account and it had a collection of pro-incest memes with 10,000 followers. They go on to say, a meta spokesman said that incest toddlers violated his rules and that Instagram had erred on enforcement. No. Instagram got caught. There was no error. They go on to say, Meta acknowledged that they had received a flood of reports of child sexual exploitation and failed to act on them, blaming a software glitch. Okay? They close by saying this, and while Meta is allowing pedophiles to run rampant, Zero Hedge is still banned. Now, that don't tell you, I can't tell you. If that don't tell you, I can't tell you. And if that don't tell you, maybe this one will. Because, again, we highlighted this when it came out. Okay? The money behind the transgender movement. The money behind the transgender movement. And this is from the National Review. Okay. Here's what they say. Look, on the front page is a picture of the jelly donut himself, J.B. Pritzker. Okay. Two-time governor of the criminal enterprise of Illinois, the Eel State. A lot of Eel people here. Because Two things are for certain with this uh, this jelly donut with legs. Two things are for certain. One is he's going to inundate the school systems with uh, the pedophile agenda. And two, there ain't a plate of food that's safe with him around. It don't matter whose plate of food it is. <laughs> okay? 
So your children and food are in danger. Here's what they say. While the state's coffers suffer, Pritzker will be doing just fine. He's a scion of a billionaire family whose members include former Secretary of Commerce Penny Prisca, who was an Obama campaign donor. That's why they referred to Obama here in Illinois, according to the Chicago Tribune, the first Jewish president. Now, we told you his mama was Jewish. And uh, based on the rights of lineage, that would make him a Jew. They say because the lineage uh, come through the mother. So there was nothing black about Barack Obama. Uh, he's a Jewish SOB. Okay? But he ain't even that. He ain't even that. You know, he's just a SOB. There's nothing Jewish about him. And I tell you, what's interesting is Michelle Obama's side of the family has Orthodox Hebrews in it. Okay? Which I thought was interesting. Anyway, they go on to say another Pritzker sibling exemplifies how the family has used its vast wealth to promote liberal causes. Specifically, the cultural normalization of transgenderism. Earlier this month, Jennifer Dillick explained this in great detail. Okay? In her article, it says, a motivating and driving force behind the Prisker's family-wide commitment to SSI, which is uh, Dillick calls sex identity, synthetic sex identity, okay? So a motivating and driving force behind the Pritzker's family-wide commitment to synthetic sex identity has been J.B. Pritzker, the governor's cousin, Jennifer, born James Pritzker, a retired lieutenant colonel in the Illinois Army National Guard and the father of three children. In 2013, Jennifer Pritzker, that's dude, announced a transition to womanhood. Since then, Pritzker has used the Tawani Foundation to help fund various institutions that support the concept of a spectrum of human sexes, including the Human Rights Campaign Foundation, the Williams Institute UCLA School of Law, the National Center for Transgender Equality, the American Civil Civil Liberties Union, uh, and the World Profession the World Professional Association of Transgender Health, among many others. Tawani Enterprises, the private investment counterpart to the Philanthropic Foundation, invests in and partners with Squadron Capital LLC, a Chicago-based private investment vehicle 
that acquires a number of medical device companies that manufacture instruments, implants, cutting tools, and injection-molded plastic products for use in surgeries. As in the case of John Stryker, founder of the LGBT Mega NGO Arcus Foundation, it's hard to avoid the impression of of complementarity between Jennifer Pritzker's for-profit medical investments and philanthropic support for SSI. Okay? They say further examples of the Pritzker's efforts uh, include Governor Pritzker's policies. Okay, family? So, that's pretty much all I need from that. So, again, this... Well, what that... What they're telling me is that him and his family is part of the alien. Yes, no question about it. No question about it. Okay? But I told you, Bev, he basically ran for office uh, taking out black people, catering to black people. But like the entire LGBT movement, they use civil rights and the plight of black people to push their agenda. They hide behind us. So that's why they uh, acknowledge George Floyd and the others killed by police when, in fact, the police are operating on the training that they get from Israel. You see? And as we will subsequently come to, the ADL worked directly with police in spying on black people, as well as the FBI and the CIA and other intelligence uh, apparatuses. So all okay. and the justice system, so all of this that, that's being shown in the public is what we've been dealing with for years. Absolutely. No question about it. Problem is the Negroes, the House Negroes, aren't going to say a damn thing about it. And if we don't listen to the House Negroes, uh, we don't believe it's true. If you listen to them roaches, black and white, on CNN and MSNBC, because that's where we get it from. We think when we see black people on there, they represent us. Them some of the nastiest, filthiest SOBs in the world of blackdom. If they weren't, they wouldn't be on there. Surrounded by pedophiles and homosexuals. That's CNN and MFNBC. They are one and the same. Surrounded. And as soon as all the FBI people 
started getting fired after they got busted. Where they end up, Bear? The FBI people, they all in, in the colleges teaching at other jobs, right? No, they ended talking? up at CNN and MSNBC. Oh, you talking about the anchors. Oh, yeah, because when uh, Orange Man was the president, that's all was the anchors. So they weren't necessarily the anchors, but they would always have them sitting there like the head of the CIA. They're contributors to Mm -hmm. MFNBC. Mm -hmm. They get paid to do so. And CNN. Peter stroked the white girl that he was stroking with Peter. Uh, What was her name? His girlfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, both of them end up at CNN and or MSNBC. And they're not alone. Okay, so it's a vast network of these people. And they're all connected to the media because the media is as phony as it comes. The media since the 1990s, has been bought up by smaller and smaller numbers of organizations. So now the media is in the hands of about five people, all of them, all the mainstream media is controlled by five people. You see, so there is no objectivity. It's all agenda-driven, and that is why the Bidens have been able to get away with what they're getting away with. And Orange Man, uh, as soon as he beats one case, they got another one waiting on him. All of it's bogus. Every now and then, Bear, they find themselves mm-hmm. in a situation that they can't get out of. Okay? The spying issue that we're going to come to uh, is one example of the ADL getting caught spying on uh, major black and other organizations, okay? But as we said, the ADL is is a subsidiary of B'nai B'rith, of which very little is said about them, and that's because they are the mother lodge. you'll probably figure out that it's a Masonic organization that is really fake masonry because a brotherhood doesn't depend on race. But ain't nobody outside of Old Testament in B'nai B'rith. They're not having it. Period. Now, your lives got to have other people in there. They can run around here talking about diversity and equity and inclusion. But ain't no niggas in the ADL. Yeah, I use the word nigger. Because if you join the ADL, that's exactly what you are. Check this, family. Billionaires. Brand. Pritzker. Zuckerman. These names sound familiar, Bear? Yeah, very familiar. And Ovid. Issue subpoenas in Epstein lawsuit. Billionaires Brand, 
Pritzker, Zuckerman, and Ovitz issued subpoenas in Epstein lawsuit. This too is from Zero Head. Check this out, family. Being as Sergey Brin, Thomas Pritzker, Mortimer Zuckerman, and Michael Ovitz were issued subpoenas by the U.S. Virgin Islands as part of his lawsuit against J.P. Morgan over the bank's relationship with pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. The subpoenas seek any communications or documents related to J.P. Morgan and Epstein. They go on to say, the plaintiffs claim that the bank facilitated abuse by allowing Epstein to remain a client while helping send money to his victims. The lawsuit alleges that J.P. Morgan turned a blind eye to Epstein's activity. They say, Sergey Brin is a co-founder of Google and sits on the board of parent company Alphabet. Pritzker is executive chairman of Hyatt Hotels. Ovid is a venture capitalist and co-founder of Creative Arts, or Creative Arts Agency, that's CAA, okay, big Hollywood talent outfit. And Zuckerman is a real estate billionaire and owns U.S. News and World Report. J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon is expected to to be deposed under oath regarding Epstein, who banked with J.P. Morgan for 15 years until it cut ties with him in 2013. They say Jamie Dimon knew in 2008 that this billionaire client was a sex trafficker argued U.S. Virgin Islands attorney Mimi Liu during a March hearing in front of Manhattan U.S. District Judge Jed Rakoff, referring to the year Epstein was first criminally charged with sex crimes. They say J.P. Morgan has sought to have the lawsuit dismissed. The bank denied that it aided Epstein and has sought to blame former executive Jess Staley, whom the bank has sued. Quote, if Staley is a rogue employee, why isn't Jamie Dimon? Lou said, unquote. Quote, Staley knew, Dimon knew, J.P. Morgan Chase knew, Lou continued, noting several cash transfers and wire transfers made by Epstein including hundreds of thousands of dollars paid to several women. Now, the moral of this story is uh, my last information on this trial is that J.P. Morgan Chase decided to settle out of court. And you all know why. Because they cannot stand pressure coming on them particular point in time. So if you want to know who's promoting, who's behind the whole pride month, 
months, okay, took niggas 60 years to get Negro History Week. It used to be a day. Then they turned into a week. But they didn't gave faggotdom a month. And this whole month has been about kicking their ass publicly because that's what's been happening to them. Now the people are finally starting to catch on because they're openly going after the children. Openly. It ain't hidden. But Robert X, why would these Orthodox people, these God-chosen, why would they do that? Well, these are Zionists. They do not belong to Orthodox Judaism. They only use that as cover to holler and scream anti-Semitism. They spy on Jews who are the Orthodox because the Orthodox has never fit where they are. Okay? It was the Orthodox that caught the hell in Germany, not the elite. The elite were allowed to leave. Okay, family? Well, why is that? Maybe this is the answer. Homosexuality is a part of Jewish tradition. This is from Haaretz, a good Jewish source. Haaretz, H-A-A-R-E-T-Z. Homosexuality is a part of Jewish tradition. Here's what they say, family. Haaretz published an opinion entitled Israel or Sodom, public condoning of sexual perversion, a grave matter. The author, Livna Liebenstein, former Knesset member, became one of the main ideologists of the Greater Land of Israel movement, which I think, family, Sister Bear, they are laying the groundwork for greater Israel that we now know as Ukraine. So they're allowing the people, the Ukrainians, of which 10% of Ukraine was Jewish. They're killing as many of them as they possibly can, being grounded up by Putin and Russia because they don't need them no way. BlackRock is ready to finance the total rebuilding of so-called Ukraine. BlackRock just got busted by the little white boy that that do the in-depth trapping of these people. Uh, Anyway, they just got busted. One of the people running his mouth talking about all that BlackRock is doing in terms of paying off the politicians and controlling them. He didn't know he was on camera. Basically setting up world government in in conjunction with the World Economic Forum. Go ahead, Beth. Was that the little black homosexual that went crazy when he found out? You talking about that one? Yes, the white boy. The white boy, uh, it used to be called Project... uh, Libertas, ah. but now he's out on his own. 
uh, because mm-hmm. he called out this pharmaceutical industry in the organization fired him. But he was the organization. Okay. Well, he just got him a black rock fish. And, of course, the mainstream media is not going to say anything about it. Project Veritas. Thank you, Tuck. Project Veritas. It's no longer Project Veritas. Um, but he just busted him and got him on film talking about the moves that's going to be made by this Old Testament snake that runs BlackRock. Okay? who recently, uh, in a sit-down interview, said that he understands that it's going to be difficult for people to change, so we're just going to have to force the people to change. We're going to force them. It's mind-blowing stuff, family. Anyway, here's what uh, Livna, the former Knesset member, uh and one of the main people behind the Greater Israel uh, Movement, he wrote in response to cancel the sodomy laws that were ultimately canceled in 1988, thanks Shalamit Alani. They say, Libna was a Jewish nationalist, yet his main argument was that homosexuality is foreign to Judaism constitutes a foreign influence by a degenerate Western culture and should be combated. He claimed for hundreds of years in the diaspora uh, succeeded. Uh, I'm sorry. He claimed for hundreds of years Jews in the diaspora succeeded in preserving their communities from those sexual perversions totally absurd to have suffered for many generations in the diaspora, preserving, nurturing, and refining the heterosexual principle, only to return to the land of Israel and renew the Gentiles' abomination here. The history of homophobia, in fact, proved that Livna's claim is, if anything, a foreign influence. Throughout the modern period, nationalist homophobes have claimed that homosexuality is nothing but a degenerative foreign cultural influence on members of their people. The English considered homosexuality a Bulgarian or French pathology. The French considered it an English phenomenon. They're going to say, there's a perception that homosexuality is a vice originating in the East. So the Nazi charged sexologists and gay rights activists, Magnus Hirschfeld, that as a Jew, he, quote, brought the Oriental vice to Germany, unquote. In our day, nationalists in Russia and various countries in Africa claim that homosexuality is the Western influence that must be combated. The historical facts indicate that Libna and his ilk were and are mistaken. 
Jews did not strictly preserve, quote, the heterosexual principle, unquote. Intimate relations between men existed in Jewish communities and were also common. Historian uh, Yaron uh, Ben uh, Nah has shown that despite the explicit biblical prohibition, a pro- prohibition in Jewish communities in the Ottawa Empire, same-sex relations were rather common. In recent decades, religious LGBT activists have been making an effort to suggest new interpretations of rabbinical law that will enable Jewish communities to live in peace with LGBT people. Liberal rabbis, mainly in the United States, stress that prohibition on sexual relations between same sex is no harsher than prohibition on desecrating the Sabbath. Some of them permit intimate relations between male and prohibit only com- complete and prohibit only complete penetration. So I guess they're saying if you just put the head in, that's okay. I'm just guessing here, family. Uh, Euphemistically call, check what they call this, quote, entering like the brush into the tube, unquote. Entering like the brush into the tube. They say during the past 100 years, Jewish thinkers set an ambitious aim to prove that homosexuality is an integral part of the history of Jewish people and Jewish tradition. One of them was Hans Joachim Schatz, a Prussian Jewish historian and theologian. He was a leader of the German-Jewish youth, though he held nationalist German and reactionary opinions. After World War II, he hastened to return to Germany. In the 1970s, he was a pioneer of the campaign to cancel the prohibition on homosexuality in Germany. The prohibition on homosexuality relied on Leviticus 18. Shops argued that priestly male sacred prostitutes were common in biblical Israel as in other Semitic cultures. Shops concluded that sacred prostitutes were active even in the temple in Jerusalem based on Deuteronomy 23 and 18. Quote, there shall be no harlot of the daughters of Israel, neither shall there be a sodomite of the sons of Israel, unquote. Where the Jewish publication, Society Translation, uses sodomite for the word Kaddish, the feminine form of which is Kaddisha, which is a holy prostitute. Schultz stresses that the prohibition in Deuteronomy relates to a pagan cult 
not to the sexual act itself. They say, equally daring theory by poet and Kabbalah researcher, Jiri uh, Mordecai Langer, known as Franz Kafka's Hebrew teacher, became a yeshiva scholar in the court of the Belzer Rebbe and died in 1943. He might have been considered a kind of messiah of the homoerotic gospel among Jewish people had his Kabbalistic theory not been silenced. In his book, The Erotics of Kabbalah, published in 1923, Langer argued that, quote, brotherly love, unquote, uh, love of a man for a man is the deepest basic urge in Judaism, the basis of the commandment of, quote, love thy fellow man as thyself, unquote. In his view, in early Judaism, the erotic stream of love between men prevailed. But over the generations, love of woman, quote, unquote, prevailed. Langer concluded that the harsh prohibition of sexual relations between men constitutes proof that the tendency toward it was common among Jews. He argued that an erotic relationship not actualized in the form of intercourse is what connects yeshiva students to one another and to their rabbi. That's, that's some deep stuff, family. Okay? Langer's ambition, had he not died before his time, might have succeeded in spreading the idea in Israel that Judaism and homosexuality are not mutually exclusive, but are connected in a complex way. The LGBT liberation movement appeared only in the 1970s as an American-style secular liberal movement. In face of the murderous violence that invokes Jewish justifications, there's no reason to make do with just allowing gays to live. It should be argued that homosexual passion and its realization constitute a layer in Judaism itself. Sodom, after all, is also located in Israel. So, we all know they run the pornography industry, okay? We all know, and I asked one of my Hebrew brothers about uh, sex with children in uh, Jewish doctrine. And I know he can go to uh, the exact page and find it for me because he's been a Hebrew for decades. Okay? Uh but you cannot separate Antifa 
which is a uh, occult or hidden Jewish construct that goes back to the founding of the communist movement, okay, through the Bolsheviks and the formation of the USSR. Okay, family? Uh, This thing is not new to them. It's been ingrained in them for a long, long time. You just dare not talk about it. Don't you dare. Okay? Until they have sufficiently oiled the skid. That would be Hollywood. Hollywood is the skid. Okay? Until they put pornographs a pornography in center all over Hollywood. Because you can go back and look at TV in Hollywood, and one thing is you'll find that there are particular moral standards that were exercised in terms of certain things that were to be seen and certain things that were not allowed to be seen. Until the 1960s, when they began to take over in earnest. And then all of a sudden, leave your drawers and panties at home if you work in Hollywood. We letting it all hang out. And they began to put booties and titties all over the place in Hollywood. All right? Uh, uh, Laura Petrie and Rod Petrie Never slept in the same bed together. Never. Okay. I don't know how they made a baby. Maybe it was a test tube. It would almost have to be something like that, Bill. Then explain Lucy and Ricky, because they ain't never been in the same bed either. And they was literally Mm -hmm. married to each other in real life. No, they had in Hollywood and on television what they call censors, who the television producers automatically knew what the parameters were in terms of sex that's going to be shown on the big screen and the little screen. But over the years, they began to relax the rules, and a lot of the relaxing of the rules was based on the takeover of the media industrial complex by Old Testament. And as they begin to take it over, clothes begin to jump off of people. Literally. All right? Now, there's a reason for that. Because they had to take down the culture. Remember, as we pointed out, one of the components of world government and the moves that they are making is to discredit and remove all of the cultural norms, place it with filth, 
And that's exactly what you see happening. Don't take my word for it. Ask Budweiser. That's what's going on. This is systemic. This is the real system of white supremacy. Because as we are showing you, uh, it is across the board. They've taken the military and turned it into an LGBT outpost. They're taking the rainbow flag, which has absolutely no validity and nothing, and they're flying it all over the place, while just a few short years ago, they allowed these same Antifa thugs to basically run around and burn the flags down, take them down off flagpoles. I'm no lover of the red, white, and blue. But again, like many other things, uh, my philosophy is promote your own. So what did they do, Sister Bear? They took the red, black, and green, and now they have de facto made that the black flag. So by virtue of this basically signifying homosexuality and deviancy, I no longer wear the red, black, and green, just like I don't observe Juneteenth. Well, now it's become a day to celebrate uh, black people finding out that they uh, have been liberated by killing each other. All of the years I celebrated Juneteenth, I can't tell you about a murder that occurred among the celebration. Not anymore. Because now it's been George Floydized. Okay, family? But all this is part of the covenant. Or to be more accurate, it is part of the agenda of the sons of the covenant. Robert H., who in the hell is the sons of the covenant? Well, you'd be surprised, family. The sons of the covenant are very much evident in uh, Christian doctrine, but it's also very prevalent in Jewish doctrine, which I find quite interesting how both of them would adopt that phrase to identify a particular segment of them but for our benefit because the Christian church is under major attack all over the western world and again of course uh, we outlined that that was the case a few years back so we not because that's a part of the culture, a major part of the culture. So we're not surprised. All right? And recall, the Pope has already relented because 
He's Jesuit. Sister Bam, this current Pope that's is a Jesuit. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. So his role is to absolve the church or dissolve the church. And that's why he's being challenged by a number of others in the Catholic Church. I'm really surprised he's still alive. To be quite he honest. Could be another, he could be another Joe Biden. Well, we're going to have to have some. Is. We got to have some information on that. I ain't seen none. But you, you're right. We can never discount anything. Okay? But we know that he is demolishing the church. That ain't my conclusion. That's a lot of very prominent Catholic conclusions. But uh, here's the deal. The Protestant church, the black church, uh, unless you celebrate an LGBT, of which the Catholic church has done, the Pope ain't, ain't uh, mad at uh, men screwing each other in the booty. His right-hand man, as soon as he got, became the Pope, uh, was found guilty of raping children. So that's what I'm, I mean, it's like they're doing the same thing. That's correct. The church been doing just what uh, the other, the aliens been doing. That is correct. But I, I, somebody sent me a video of this drag uh, guy, black guy, that went into the black church in drag, and the preachers told him he got to get his ass out of there. You can come back in here as a man, but you can't come in here dressed like Peter Pan. Get your ass out of here and take your friends with you. Peter Pan. What was it, Bear? What was Peter Pan, Bear? Peter Pan was the LGBT whatever before before we had they named it. That is correct. And there, what was his mm-hmm. sidekick name? The Shadow. Oh, I I don't forgot because I don't. It's been so long since I looked at Peter Pan. Tinkerbell. Oh, that's right, Tinkerbell. Now, if that ain't some transgender for you, I don't know what is. (laughs) And then his last name is Pan. Another name for Pan is what? What? Trans? I don't know. Trans? The uh, devil. The devil. You hear Pan. That's another word for Mm. the devil. Mm. I mean, I never got what uh, 
Squeaker Bell and all of them. I never, I don't never think I saw saw it all the way through. I never got what the whole concept was about that. I haven't either, Bell. Because I never seen it all the way through. I neither have I. Because it was being forced on people without people realizing it. Because there was nothing more taboo in the 1950s, 1960s, than homosexuality. Stuff had to stay in the closet where it belonged. Deep in the closet. Exactly. But they brought it out with Peter Pan, and then, of course, it would be magnified by Disney. Why not? That's like pedophile headquarters USA. It was. Every time you turn around, employees from Disney are getting arrested in pedophile stings. Mind-blowing. Okay? So I'm going to have to do a little bit more research on Peter Pan because I know that's a culture to the bone. And remember, as we pointed out there, many of the authors from the 1800s who wrote books critically about children were themselves pedophiles. Yeah, we did that series on Alice in Wonderland. That is correct. We called it Malice in Wonderland. And it was no small coincidence that the author uh, was actually in love with a real little girl, was having sex with her, giving her opium. All this shows up in Alice in Wonderland. We call it Malice in Wonderland. But that you go back and look at some of the other authors during that era, and many of them were pedophiles. I mean, it's absolutely, I hate to say the word again, mind-blowing, but it is. You know? Those authors in that era were hiding all kind of stuff in their in their writing. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I think the guy's name from Alice in Wonderland was Lewis Carroll. Okay, but the same thing applies to the Wizard of Oz. All kind of hidden stuff. As a matter of fact, uh, The Wizard of Oz was very much about William William Jennings Bryan, who ran for president several times. And coincidentally, or maybe not so coincidentally, William Jennings Bryan would end up being in the trial I forget what they, oh, they they called it the trial of the century that dealt with evolution and uh, 
the educational system wanted to teach evolution as opposed to religious doctrine saying that man came from uh, God. These other people said that men came from apes, and they wanted to have the freedom to teach that in the school system, evolution. Okay? But Williams Jennings Bryan was a part of that trial, and I, I can't think of the uh, the uh, lawyer's name. He became famous based on winning that trial. This is what happens when you get all this stuff in your head, and it, you know all of it can't come forward all at once. And I don't have no script, so ain't nothing written down. I just have to hope I can remember stuff at that particular point in time, and. I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. All you got to do is Google the trial of the century. <laughs> Although they tried to make the OG Simpson trial the trial of the century. Nothing could have been further from the truth. The OJ Simpson trial was nothing more than the art of manipulating, uh, manipulating people, social engineering getting white folk mad at black folk. And wouldn't you know it, one of the major lawyers for O.J. Simpson, that boy with that blonde streak in the middle of his head, whose family is as demonic as they come, and that whole trial with O.J. Simpson had an occult flavor or aura around it. It didn't seem real. It's like this is from somewhere else. Did you get that impression, Belle? I mean, it was just like it was. People were so divided doing that because I was lost. It seemed like all the black people was like he didn't do it. All the white people was convinced he did do it. I mean, you can't say he all, but large. Yeah. See again, what did they do, Belle? They went and got the crooked cop, and they used racism, right? Mm, yeah, what they doing today? So, oh, he put the glove there. He did it. He did it. And then, of course, uh, Johnny Cochran, uh, I never thought he was a real good actor. He came with the glove, and O.J. made... Uh, Held his breath for five minutes to make sure that that glove didn't fit on his hands. So, so he swole himself up. <laughs> and Johnny Carter said, "Okay, okay, okay, that's enough. That don't put the other one on, fool." OJ held that hand up there, and his hand was three times the size of the other hand. <laughs> And I said, yeah, he didn't get off. And Johnny Cocker said, if, he, if it don't fit, you must have quit. Must have quit. <laughs> the yeah. rest is history. A year later, mm-hmm. O.J. was still chasing the white girl and end, end up with his ass in jail again. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, Bear, he went to a Steve Coakley lecture. Yeah, that lecture is on YouTube. I wish I could remember the name of that. I can't remember the name of that either. OJ? But it was on Huh? OJ went to Steve Coakley's lecture? 
Yeah, he sat right there in the audience in the front row. Mm. The dialogue, you know, at the at the conclusion of the lecture, Steve Cokie was very influential. Now I'm gonna tell you why. Because it was only one of them. And he was breaking stuff like with the secret societies that no other black people were talking about. And then when he came with the boule, he's the beginning of black people knowing about the boule outside of boule members. He's the beginning of that. And he rolled it like a uh, uh, like a donkey hooked on crack. <laughs> okay, I mean he wrote it. He got the list. He got the purpose. He broke down the symbolism. Okay, so these things are monumental, and you got to understand, this is before the internet on a mass right. scale. That comes later. Okay? So he breaking all this stuff without the internet. Word Secret society, sculling, sculling bones and all this kind of stuff. Ain't nobody talking about no damn sculling bones. But what was really important, Bear family, is that he was showing how this stuff is integrated in society. He was doing what his mantra said he would do, and that's name the names. So he began to name the names in the various cities of the Boule, and black people begin to see the pattern of Negro control over the black community. Prior to that, we could only guess. We had no factual proof. Of any of it. All right? So that's why that dude, as tattered, you know, uh, his hygiene uh, uh, left something to be desired. The only time I ever seen that dude look like regular people was when he began to work for the mayor of Chicago. Then he was forced to go and buy a suit. But whenever you saw that dude to let you know where his values were, it was in the research. Whenever you saw him, if whatever he had on didn't have a wrinkle in it, that wasn't Steve Coakley. Looked like he jumped in a laundry bag and whatever was on him when he came out of the laundry bag, that's what he wore. No ironing. What's that? <laughs> no. Because it wasn't, you didn't make money. You didn't make money researching and telling black people what was going Just like for me now, the people today have turned it into an industry. Okay, they've turned it into an industry where it has nothing to do with the betterment of black people. It has everything to do with self-promotion and making money. 
it has no principle uh P A L P R I N I hope I ain't getting them mixed up. P R I N C I P A L is more concerned with principle. P R I N C I P L E. That's money. Okay? So the money has replaced the dogma, the the principle, your spiritual stance. And remember, Bear, that's my, one of my major, the top two reasons why I decided to do Truth to Power and why I don't do other programs. It's to put the the foundation, the spiritual nature back into the mix because these other people are taking it out. And then you got black people debating black people and calling each other all kind of, and again, I ain't against any of that. I'm just saying that in this particular point in time, that's extremely counterproductive. Expose these people for what they are, which is what we do, and go ahead on about your business because the real enemy is white supremacy. Many of these people, whether they know it or not, are nothing more than characters in blackface debating each other over nothing and making big old events out of it. Anyway, that's my spiel. I'm sticking to it. Okay. I like all and, these and, brothers. And, and, Go ahead, Bill. They they commercialize in it, and I exactly. just want to say that in eleven minutes we'll be going to the phones, and the number is three two three six four two one five eight six. Push the number one if you have a question or a comment, and don't forget to send Dr. Robert X uh, a donation. He do have a GoFundMe. It's on the Truth to Power page. And thank you. Thank you, Bear. Uh, and I'm going to spend this last few minutes wisely because now we're getting ready to get into one of the major institutions, and next week should be fun. I guarantee it, family. Because as we said some years again, over a decade, damn near two ago, that Old Testament took over the country in 1963. This is before anybody is saying that that's what happened. With the killer in Kennedy? Decades. That is correct. We said this decades ago. That it was obvious to us from our research that these people were in the process of taking over the country. And yet they infiltrated the civil rights movement and then took it down. They were also intricate in the black power movement took it down, and as they took all that down and all these black leaders got assassinated, all of a sudden they came out of nowhere singing happy days are here again with the fake women's movement. And what did they do? First thing they did was went and got a black woman and put her out in front of it. Okay, this Angela black poet, Davis. I forget her name. Huh? Oh, you're talking about. Oh, you're not Angela Davis. You're talking about that other lady who, yeah. No, Angela Davis was one of them, but she come later. All right. Yeah, okay. I remember. She's too busy. 
she was just trying to stay out of jail. Okay, and I loved Angela Davis. Man, I look, I wanted to be, I, when I was younger, I wanted to fit in between that gap in between her teeth. <laughs> That's where I wanted to be. <laughs> With that big old afro, and she was kind of tall, too. I said, man, I got to have that woman right there. I didn't know she was a lesbian. Didn't find that out until decades later. But anyway, no, it wasn't her. It was another. It was a Nikki Giovanni uh, type. Yeah, Nikki. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'm talking about Nikki. I don't know I'm not sure if it was. I can't recall who the one. If I hear the name, I'll know it. But I don't think it was Nikki Giovanni. Okay. But that was the era when they were educating black women and locking up black men. Lock up as many of the men as you possibly can. We put the dope in the black community because prior to that, it wasn't, uh, it was centrally located in certain parts of the black community. But I went in the military when I came out, everybody and their mama was selling drugs. Yeah. It was never like that before. So, Mm -hmm. I, I knew oh, something was going on. Say, somebody say was is it Shirley Chris uh Shirley Kristen? That wasn't her. I don't remember. No, you're talking Shirley, Shirley Chisholm. No, it Chisholm. wasn't her. Chisholm. Yeah, Shirley Chisholm, who ran for president two, three times. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't mm-hmm. her. This was a black writer and poet of the Nikki Giovanni type. Shirley mm-hmm. Chisholm was basically known for running her mouth and being a politician. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it was somebody. But that that's not important. The important thing is they immediately went to the black woman because they proclaimed themselves the new civil rights movement with a bunch of Jewish women started it. Three to be exact. Now, I ain't, I, I, don't ask me what to, I know Bella Abzug was one of them. Uh, the woman from Ms. Magazine was the other one, Gloria Steinem. She's working for the CIA. The rest of them was working for Mossad, and she was probably working for Israeli intelligence as well. Yeah, that's who I remember her. Yeah. Uh, but they took over, and there was a lot of angry people in the black community. I remember like it was yesterday. Because I was listening to black talk radio. So people were pissed off, saying that these three Jewish women and this women's movement has nothing to do with us. Our situation is both male and female. It ain't just a female. But it's like that cheese in that trap. The rat don't know we in a trap. Until he tried to pull that cheese out of there. So the women ate the cheese. They didn't realize they was coming at their children. Okay? And within a 10-year span, they would be coming at them. Yeah, because that's when the abortion and all that was going on. All of that stuff there was strictly mm-hmm. aimed at black women, and black women yeah. were being encouraged not to have children because this was population control. 
Don't have no children here. We're going to give you some free birth control. And then the next thing you know, women start having all kind of female problems. I don't know no female that was taking some birth control pill or or that other, the IUD and uh, uh, what was the other one? Oh, Depra Provera. Uh, that was one of the early ones, Depo-Provera. It was giving women ovarian cancer. They, it was so bad, they took it off the market. They put it back on in the 2000s. But they wanted your ass in the workforce, and they wanted you on some kind of birth control because it was all about population control. And we got to educate them as long as they think they're educated and they make a little money so they can go buy some shoes and dresses and some Tupperware. Some Tupperware. Oh, uh, Kwame said Sonia Sanchez. Was that her? That she, may, she, may have, she may be the one. Again, I'd have to go back and, you know, pull up that whole era. But it was a number of them that they subsequently grabbed a hold to. All right? So, but that 10-year span from like 1971, 72 to 1982, man, they began to promote black women. They came with TV show Julia with Diane Carroll. Okay? You had all kind of programming directly aimed at black women while the programming for black men was prison. But coincidentally, that's when they put the psychology in the school system. That's when they began deindustrializing the country, so they knew they were going to have to build prisons. All that in that 10-year span, 1971 to 1981. All in that 10-year span, they begin to begin to build the private prisons, privatize the prisons, because they knew with deindustrialization and the children being put on uh, SSRIs that the prison industrial complex was going to boom. To make sure that that happened, they dropped cocaine into the black community. Now, you could tell it was part of a program because what they did was they dried up the marijuana Mike Royko, the famous author here in Chicago, even wrote a column on it in the Chicago Sun-Times because I found this out later. He was a dyed-in-the-wool weed smoker. He loved his weed, okay? And it was dry all over the country because they were removing the weed and bringing in the cocaine. So that by the mid-1970s, they brought in some new music called disco that was synonymous with cocaine. And every damn TV program was about (laughs) cocaine and people having Coke spoons around their neck and all this kind of insanity. It was brilliant marketing. I'm sorry, Bear. People was using McDonald's spoons or something like that. Yeah, and you know what happened, right? Tell the family what happened. Didn't they stop making McDonald's spoons? They straightened out the end of the spoon from a curve to just a flat surface. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
it, it look so much stuff was going on during that time, but it was all being directed. That's the key thing. All of this was being directed. So women start uh, getting college degrees, like going on an assembly line. Yeah. Black women. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Everybody and their mama got college degrees. All right? Because we didn't understand what they were doing. Well, they were separating black men and black women. Because in the classroom, it was, you might see, it was all women's, and it might have been, if it was three men's in there, that was a lot. Yes. And the other major component was nobody was at home with the kids. Right. So the kids were, like, raising themselves, and the Mm -hmm. gangs exploded. I mean, they exploded. Okay. And so many kids died during that era. I mean, it was unbelievable. Twelve-year-olds doing the killing so they didn't go to prison. So the government comes out and they decide that now they're going to prosecute children like adults. Enter Joe Biden with his crime bills and all his Negro compatriots. And nobody, where's all these people doing research nobody looked back at Biden's well they didn't win the election anyway they stole it so no they didn't win the election and black people knew what he did we didn't mm-hmm. give a damn because we were being programmed that orange man bad he's the worst thing that ever hit the planet just like now but this time a whole lot of black people ain't buying it because the See, the white people, these liberals, they feel that all they got to do is tell the niggas anything. Just make them feel good. Tell them anything. And that's exactly what they've been doing for decades. This last time, it was just the reparation. Now, y'all tell me if these Negroes didn't run around out here telling you you're going to get you some reparations. Mm-hmm. People was believing it too. People ate it up, just like yeah. that cheese in that trap. Fool, don't you know that cheese is tied down to that trap so that you got to jiggle it to get it out of there, and that's what sets the mechanism off for the trap to get you. And now Joe Biden and the Democratic Party has told you to kiss their collective asses. And that goes for all of us. Every single one of us. We ain't going to give you no money, but what we're going to do is we're going to allow the level of violence to increase dramatically in your community. And we ain't going to lock you up for it. Now, go out there and kill each other like animals. all being facilitated by social engineering media. And somehow, the young people know where to meet in the thousands, but the authorities don't know where to meet when they're all on damn Instagram deciding where they're going to meet at. It's amazing, family. 
absolutely amazing. And somehow, we don't get it. We just don't get it. So, Bev, I'm thinking I'm going to open up mm-hmm. this can of whoop-ass on Vinay <laughs> Breath. Let me do this. Yeah. Let me give let me give maybe five minutes to Benet Breath. Mm-hmm. And then we'll stop right there. So that'll lay the groundwork. Because we are for when we, we over time, but okay. Yeah, Go I ahead. know we like three minutes over. Okay. Go ahead. So this is gonna take but uh, but I wanna get this out the way. Uh let's go to encyclopedia dot com. Of Denis Bereth, quote, sons of the covenant in Hebrew. Now, Bill, let me ask you this. Do the the Jews believe in Jesus? They say no. Well, who do they make the covenant with? I guess Satan. Whoever they worship, ain't they the synagogues of Satan? It it would have to be something else. Unless they're saying Moses, right? Because God ain't came yet to them. Right? So who the hell did they make the covenant with? And is that why Scripture warns us about the synagogue of Satan? Because I'd be damned if what we land out here in terms of the system of white supremacy does not have Satan at the forefront of their movement. And again, it is not hidden. They name themselves the Sons of the Covenant. Here's what they say in the encyclopedia. Uh, in 1913, what else happened in 1913, Bear? Another major institution that allowed them to begin the process of taking over the country was put in place. The Federal Reserve, you mentioned the Rothschilds a little while ago. Well, that's the beginning of the takeover of the country. I care not uh, who makes the country's laws as long as I control the currency. Okay? And now you see that coming to an end. A hundred and ten years later. Interestingly enough, Africa is going to become a major player in all of it. Because they're already expressing their will to use their own currencies as mediums of exchange. In conjunction with China and Russia and other countries are going to be doing the same thing because they're gravitating towards the BRICS, okay? And they're challenging the hegemony of the U.S. dollar, which has kept them in poverty. And they're saying, we don't want that no more. But what they don't understand is this beast play for keeps. Remember, one of the Negroes, that, uh, one of the black people that was assassinated, murdered, because he chose to do something else uh, 
in terms of self-determination was Muammar Gaddafi in Libya. Every intent of unifying Africa. And your, your black president, your Negro president, your SOB, bombed the hell out of them and turned Libya into a slave state and turned Al-Qaeda a loose in there and then left it with your Negro wannabe president, Hillary Clinton, laughing all the way to what she thought was the nomination to become the president, laughing her ass off. And these nigger politicians want to tell me to continue to support people that's been at the forefront of mass murder of black people in this country since we've been here. That same damn Democratic Party. And we ain't sophisticated enough to see through the charade in 2023. We running around out here calling ourselves Republicans and Democrats. The only person, and I mean one, that I've seen, and bear, we're not going to even get to it because now I'm proselytizing again. We're going to have to wait and get into Benet Brett and the Sons of the Covenant and the Anti-Defamation League and Southern Poverty Law Center and all of it. That'll take us straight to the ADL spying, and that will take us back to the beginning of the century so we can clearly now, since we see the results, let's go back and look at the black people that were involved in this communist movement because they're the ones that retarded our growth. They bought into the propaganda. Then, just like we bind into the fake propaganda now, I said it before and I'll say it again, Bear. If we aren't sophisticated enough to produce our own philosophical foundation based on our own history, we don't deserve nothing in this world by gravitating towards other Jewish people, Asian people's uh functional history for them and we want to claim it for ourselves like it's ours. That's why we named this form white supremacy in blackface because when you adopt their philosophical principles as yours, that's pretty much what you're doing. You're serving the functionality of white supremacy in blackface. Let's bring the family in, Sister Bear. All right. Let's go to 708 323. 708. All right. To Mike. Hotep, y'all. How y'all doing? Rob. Hotep, great, great. Hotep. Man, I've heard you talk about so much tonight, Rob. I, I, I don't even know if I should be on here trying to make a comment. Because I, 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 there's so much I want to say, and I, I can't really focus on what I really want to talk about. But I do, uh, from last night, from, night, from last night, uh, when I heard you yeah. talking about uh, Whoopi, uh, my wife yeah. testified to this. When I, when I see her, I call her the monster. Yeah, because that's what she looks like to me. She looks like a monster. And and yeah. that other retard that sits up there that you uh, mentioned, uh, Sonny Hastron, 
You could yes. probably put her brains in a thimble and still have room for the thumb. But you know Not she's an attorney, bright. right? Yeah, I know she she was once a U.S. attorney. But uh, as I yeah. was speaking to people today at the lake, uh, I don't care how many degrees you got there. Don't tell me how intelligent you are. How you act tells me how intelligent you are, and you may not have any damn degrees at all because I don't have any. Not that I'm saying I'm intelligent, but I don't have no high school. De- I don't even have a grammar school diploma. You got you was more yeah. fortunate than, than many of us. Right, you didn't get grammar. Because for me, when I when I went to school, I failed in the third grade, and from the third grade on, I just attended. And you know, back in those days, Rob, they had what they called social promotion. Yeah. So all you really had to do was attend, and they would just pass that you on. Correct. That's what they did. Because it really wasn't about educating you; it was about getting the money from the federal government. Well, and it was about having you think some retarded stuff, like you know, George Washington was a good guy, and et cetera. If they could put some of that foolishness in your head along the way, they were more than happy to do it. That that was part of it oh, yeah. as well, you know. But uh, I can think of many people who I went to school with who went on and got degrees and so forth, et cetera, and I wouldn't trade places with their ass. I look, Elijah Muhammad. I think he went to the third grade too. That's what they say. They say, and you know what I find really funny is when I hear people talk, well, you know, my grandpa, he only went to the third grade. Yeah, but he could build a house. Can you? Yeah. Nope. Yeah, he could. Yeah, right? He could uh, put a crop of corn in the field. Can you? Yep. With all your my. goddamn degrees, et cetera? They can't build a house with a Lego kit today with right, the instructions in the box. damn degrees. Right. And the, the old saying is they couldn't pull piss out of a boot if the instructions were written on the heel. Yep. But they talk about all these damn degrees, et cetera, and so forth. It's it's really amazing how we've allowed people to twist us. And I thought yep. again, I I'll say that 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 could. And you mentioned this at the forum, which I, I was I was surprised uh, about the conspiracy of Brown v. Board. You yep. can convince people that that was a conspiracy. They thought that was an advancement for us. Yep. And how you could possibly think that and looking at those old clips of those children being escorted into the school by the National Guard, you could see the fear in their face. You could see the savagery of these Caucasians. And then yep. we had no idea whatsoever what went on inside the school. We only saw what went on on the outside. So we know if they was acting crazy as hell on the outside, we know what they was doing on the inside. And for black folks to oh, tell children to go, go in there and learn something. Are you I crazy? remember a couple of white teachers that I had was as racist as they could. And, you know, back then, Mike, uh, there was no rule against corporal punishment. It was So the right. white people could basically take that yardstick or the paddle and whoop your ass. Yep. Yep. I got okay. in trouble in kindergarten, Rob. I remember it like it was yesterday. But you, play, you play hooky. Exactly. No, don't tell me you played hooky in kindergarten, Mike. At five years old, you no, decided no, to no. ditch school. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> but I don't know what the teacher had did to me, but she evidently had angered me. 
and I bit yeah. the shit out of her nipple. I can still hear her scream. Oh, not a nipple. <laughs> I can still hear her scream. Yeah. I bit the shit out of her You know nipple. what happened to you today? They shoot uh, your ass up with Prozac if you five years old. Yeah. <laughs> and can yeah. confine you to a mental institution until you eighteen. Mm-hmm. No question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember like so he has associate. Man. So he has associate disorder. He he has a yeah. problem with associating with anybody. Yeah, they. I have a mental disorder of some sort, of course. But because uh, that's what anyway, they're doing man. to the kids today. Oh man, if you go up to the school, I don't know. Well, you haven't been in school in a while, and, and neither have I. But no. The last time I went, when my children were in school, and I'm speaking specifically of high school, there was so much disorder even then, and I'm going back a ways now that you yeah. can see what it looks like now because there was plenty of disorder even then, and I'm talking, you know, tw- over 20 years ago. Yeah, but that was the last we time. Lost. It was in the uh, middle 1990s when I went to my old high school. And you're right. Okay. It was just so disruptive, it was unbelievable. But I had the opportunity to go in there and participate with the students in the class as a, a f- former alumnus. And just like with the little kids in the lower grade school, when I went in there, and was able to have the kids completely quiet when the teacher, Robert Va- Robert Waters, that owned the bookstore, who invited me there, said that that had never happened. Because I challenged him on the radio, bring me in there, and we'll get some order in there while I'm in there. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened. He said it never happened before. Okay. I got two of the gang members in there, Mike who I knew were gang members because I grew up on the low end, as we called it, so I wasn't a stranger to the behavior. And these are like fifth graders, sixth graders. Mm -hmm. But I pointed out that they were the gang members in the classroom. And I told them if they didn't change their behavior, that one of them specifically would be dead within two years. They got real quiet. They got real quiet, quiet as it's ever been. And Robert Vardis came back on the radio on WVON and apologized because, you know, he wasn't no friend of mine. He brought me in there. I I remember him. Yeah. So he could come back and say that Robert X couldn't, you know, them kids, they was just as unruly as they are when I'm sitting there as their teacher. That was not the case, mm-hmm. and he had to come back on the radio and acknowledge that, yeah, he, he had them under control, and it didn't take no long period of time. Yeah, it's all in the approach. But that's, that's it. That's, that's it. how you talk to him. Well, that's well, it. Well, thank you, Mike. I got I got to let others in. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Absolutely. Hotel. Excellent right. comments, Better Brother Mike. Love. Hotel. All right. Have a good one. Oh, you too. Okay, let's go to Kwame. Do you have your mic on? Hotel, brother Kwame, better look up. What's up, brother X? How you be tonight? 
Man. This is my second day. I'm always winding down on the second day, man. Yeah, I heard you last night, but I had to get off because I had to get up early. So, yeah. anyway, I know I had to tune back in. You know, you were talking about the exploitation time between the 70s and 80s. That was the era, you know, when they introduced the Superfly and the cane and all the other things. And I had yep. just come back to Chicago from now. And it was it was like, you know, I hadn't been around the world and seen and guys that I went to school with were still hanging on the corner drinking riches. Yep. You know, but the part that you was keying in on, on what, 1913, the Mohawk Conference out there in Jekyll Island, and the Federal mm-hmm. Reserve was, was sold to, the bankers bought the Federal Reserve, and that was the shift. You know, and then 63, 50 years later, Kennedy wanted to change it back, and they had to kill him. Yep. You know, so these are the eras that we're looking at. And and you know something, Kwame? In both instances, it was Old Testament behind the scenes who would directly benefit from both of those situations, 1913 and 1963. Right. And the other part that you see in 1923, this is the part that really gets it. You know, they're going after Orange Top about those papers that was taken out of the White House, right? But right. the most important papers that were taken out of the White House was when LBJ left because he took the, what, the assassination of Kennedy. He took all that paperwork. Mm-hmm. Took it to Texas with him. And so what we're seeing now is just a repeat, you know, because it, history is repeating itself. And the part that we're, we're having to be deal with is the technology now, that they're now yep. creating this whole new. See, I, I know that there's a divine intelligence, which, as, as what Dick Gregory used to say, my universal God. And he he specifically stayed on that part because divine intelligence here on Turtle Island is now we're in in a reversing this AI, this artificial intelligence. But the part of it is is that we have to look at something. This country was founded on the artificial technology because they came off the boats with the technology, what they call guns. And they yeah. came here because the people here did not use that type of weaponry, and they had a they had a nationhood that was already established and government that they copied and used to establish yep. this, this fake enterprise that they're they're running. And what we're seeing now is this whole big uh, shifting of decolonization because the people are now seeing that they have to go back to what is what was they call uncivilized is now we're really in their reality. This was civilization. What they said that the indigenous people here and on Turtle I mean on the continent were not civilized, but now they're looking at how they're self destructing. And this self destruction is the only thing that's gonna save us is us. And us having to be we have to unite in spirit. And the part yeah. for that is is that coming back to nature and going back and being able to 
create, okay, Harriet Tubman did the underground. We have to now do the overground railroad and create these oases and these spaces where we can go and we have to decolonize the food because the indigenous are now and most of the people of of countries are now looking at how do we decolonize like France Fanon when he was in yeah. Algeria and he's seen all that white skin black mass. These are the tools that we have to do, and we have to decolonize the the, the colleges and universities. We've got to decolonize the diet, and we have to get back into allowing ourselves to unify, not as an army, but as a spiritual force that's working with the divine intelligence. And these are the that's- ways in which I'm seeing we're going to have to do battle. Yeah, because they're coming with the artificial thing, man. And this thing is already telling us point blank. And I remember, Bear, we had this conversation on the program, and we were pointing out to people that in the future, you are going to have to learn how to communicate with each other without showing certain emotions. You may use a certain hand signal, but you were going to have to guard your emotions. Just recently they came out and said the AI now will be able to read your thoughts. <laughs> Right, but what they did that, and you know Stephen Hawkins, when he got to the to part of his his disease that was eating, he could not communicate, and he created as the IBM created computer. All he had to do was look at and tell by facial recognition what he wanted to type and what he wanted to say. Is because this is the part of what divine intelligence has given us the ability to. We can do this. You know, we have to look at the whole communication of the mammals in the ocean. Whales and dolphins and most other creatures can communicate. You watch birds fly in flocks. One bird turns, everybody turns, because that is divine intelligence in action. And so what we're looking at is how did we lose that? You know, how did we lose that part of ourselves to be able to have that part? Because a mother still has that connection with a child. When something is going wrong, she could be at work, and if that baby is crying, her milk will start leaking in her breast. Yeah, she'll call home and, and know intuitively that something's wrong. Yes. And our parents could do it. You know, our parents yep. would know something's going on with that child. And, you know, we have to understand that we have been gifted a consciousness because the thing is, is that the sun has a consciousness that every day it rises, it's re-putting a consciousness into us. And what we're now evolving from a homo sapiens sapiens a carbon base to a homo spiritus, which is a silica base. And this is the crystalline energy of where we are in the Milky Way. That's why I say the overground whereof, because where we are right now in that Milky Way, and the thing about the Milky Way is what feeds the child is the milk, and this is our galaxy. Yes. It's the nurturance of that energy that that galaxy where this solar system is 
is creating a whole new dietary consciousness that we are now to evolve into. I can, you know, I can't argue that. Not at all. The answers are always coming from the cosmos, all the time, and they always have. Right. All right. Better love. Better Thanks love. Comments, my brother. Hotel and better love. Okay, I think we have. Let me see who's here. Tuckmost. Yeah, Tuckmost. Yes, we can. Hotel. Hotel, my brother. Better love. Yo, peace, Dad. Peace, Dr. X. Peace. Come on and tell me up front. Tell me up front before you get started. What the hell happened to Russell Simmons on your end? Oh, man. So, um... You know, Russell Simmons had to flee the country because of um, the sexual misconduct allegations and Me Too movement and all that stuff. Yep. So um, he um, he's in Bali doing yoga. Got dudes hanging them upside down with their legs, and he over there just having a ball. So a little kid just walking around topless to grab up and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, as critical as I am of Russell Simmons. I give him his respect for what he's done. And uh, one of the things he did was he worked with some Jews and he had those clothing lines. One of them was called Baby Fat. Remember yeah, that was the his wife. So the wife and him got divorced years ago. They had two daughters. And um, she started going out with Amistad, dude, the dude from Amistad. After yeah, and she had a baby with him. I think they adopted a kid together or something. And then after a few years, that broke off. And then she got with this um, I think his name is Tim Geithner or something. He's a gangster. Uh, Old Tim. He's a yeah. He's a hedge fund manager or something, right? A swindler. So, a swindler is so an easy word to remember. <laughs> yeah, she thought she hit the jackpot. She supposedly got these billions of dollars, but you come to find out the SEC and the FBI raided at their house to get lock them up. He, he stole four billion dollars from some Malaysian billionaires, and um, he had they gave him a forty-four million dollar restitution bill, and he had to make a, a quick payment. So uh, prior to this, that happening, uh, both her and, I guess, Russell uh, thought he was going to up and up. You know, here this guy is, billionaire, yachts, you know what I'm saying? So um, they got into business with him to buy a company, um, buy stock in a company, like almost 4 million shares of stock in this company called Celsius. Right. And they made yeah. an energy drink. So the Celsius Energy Drink, they own all these stocks, making them the majority owners of this company that today is worth over $10 billion. Mm-hmm. Um, but what she did was she took the, the stock that they bought together to be the majority owners of this company, and without his permission, she sold it. Um, and before he left, the reason why none of this stuff went public with him because he took all his money and paid all them chicks off. So he didn't have yeah. that much of his wealth left. 
you know, but he figured, yo, I own this company, it's gonna blow up. And then he come to find out that they done stole money to pay his restitution so he can stay out of jail while they do further investigating before the trial. So he's mm-hmm. pissed off. And he can't come here and do nothing about it. Because he, if he comes here, he's in trouble. So um, either way, he comes, he, um, the daughter is, um, you know, he paid for his daughter. One goes to Harvard, the other one, NYU. They both graduated. And um, one of them's in the south of France with her friends, you know, on a yacht, chilling. And she goes to swipe her credit card, and it declined. And she calls him up, Daddy, my car's not working. He's like, go get the money from your mother. She stole all my money. So, you know, the little girl, <laughs> you know, the little girl, all crying, you know, she's stuck out there. The mother called. The mother, like, shoot, the money's gone. I had to bail out this dude with it. So, um, right. Yeah, so all that to say, now the little girl wishes her mother happy Father's Day. Because since, you know, Russell's been absent and out the country and he ain't taking care of them no more, you know, he he don't count no more. So Russell yeah. responded with, you know, this is what happens when the, the mother keeps the kids away from the father, something like that, he says. So she goes, Kamora, the, the ex-wife goes online crying, talking about how he's a deadbeat dad and he doesn't help take care of them. Mind you, they ain't been married for over you done had two different babies, but you remarried to this bum. You know what I'm saying? But um, right. So that's what happened to Russell, man. So Russell calls up and he's yelling at the phone. You know, you see him talking and she mutes it. So all you see is him outraged. You know, talking into the phone and she's like right. threatening me and all. This, she's making all this stuff up because when you read his lips. He's saying, I'm broke. You stole my money, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You read his list. He's saying what it is. So um, that's Russell Simmons, man. Creator of hip-hop. Godfather. You know something, Pat? I'm going to add this, and then you can go ahead on. I can't mm-hmm. think of a person that deserves it more than Russell Simmons. Oh, yeah, he's a piece of crap. So man. what he did to Kanye alone. Yeah, that was yeah. And what I thought instantly was that, right? The Kanye thing. You know, like you idiot, you didn't own nothing. You wanted to be the the face of the the black face for Jewish money all these years, and you don't own nothing. The only thing they was able to do was extradite you to Bali and probably say we could protect you as long as you there. You know, just don't go to these countries here because we can't protect you if you step foot here. You know what I'm saying? But, man, all that, all those trillions of dollars hip-hop has made these white people all because of you. And um, look at you, bro. That's He's bad the look, very man. essence of the name of the forum, Tutmos. He is, mm-hmm. in fact, representing white supremacy in blackface, and he admitted it to everybody during the Kanye situation. Not only admitted it, tried to justify it. You know, yes. Why did y'all all do this, man? We should all do this, man. No, oh, nothing. <laughs> and just be their face. I mean, come on. They were going to give me a building on 125th Street. They owned it, but I was going to say black owned business. Like, get out of yeah, here. That's bro. right. All right. So I'm going to leave um, Russell Simmons alone. 
But um, <laughs> that chick need to. So either way, she, they, this all is going to court. He's suing them, and um, she could go to jail. So the daughters, this is all a ploy, I think, to get the mm-hmm. the public on their side. Because pretty soon, this whole Ford case or them defrauding him out of these stocks. And we're talking about a company like they spent like four million dollars. They bought the stock when it was like a dollar a share, and they bought right. like millions of dollars worth. This company's worth ten billion dollars now. So essentially, they stole two hundred and fifty million from them. Unbelievable. Not just, not just a little. You know, when you put the, put it into today's what the company's worth and what those stock would be worth, you sold it for four million dollars to bail out your white husband. You know what I'm saying? From the black man, and now the black man is a piece of dirt. You know what I'm saying? So that that I don't like, man. But he do deserve it. I understand what you're saying, but you see, you can't boo boo on everybody. You've been <laughs> squatting all over everybody. You run away from the country because you've been raping women. And she brought that up too. Fair play. She brought that up too. I had to pay your lawsuits. Well, you with all these women? Oh, but you so you knew. You understand? Yeah, oh, so you was, yeah, you know, so you ain't, you ain't exiled from it. You know, you just as guilty as him. Um, That's right. So, yeah. A pop on all the houses. The the mama, the daughters, who probably ain't worked a day in their life, right? Yeah. All no, they got to work now. The thing they have to harm in the Um, Let me say this here. Uh, Brother Polite. Um, pleaded guilty. I heard today he started his guilty. trial. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. He pleaded, pleaded guilty. guilty to all charges. Oh, hold on, hold on, because I don't want to interrupt you. Hold on. I told the family Saturday the difference in this case is they got his DNA on yeah, her clothes. Who did he write? Who did he write? He didn't. Well, it was a little girl, one of his, you know, he got these, these women that he deals with. And, you know, I guess he could get them into certain doors oh, in Hollywood. But this, and one this, of them left their daughter with him. And, right. um, and he takes her to a hotel room. He was supposed to, like, pick her up and bring her home. He picks up and takes her to a hotel room. And he pleaded guilty to pulling out his penis. That's a crime. Um, let her, making her touch his penis, that's a crime. Um, lewd act, giving her drugs, that's a crime. It was like six counts, man. He pleaded guilty. So um, definitely a protege of Dr. York. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Um, just, um, just out but of control I here. So, the, I remember back mm-hmm. in the day when that little girl was staying with him. She was a fan. I, I was watching back then. And the, she wanted to stay with him, from what I could see. And she was a fast this, little girl. This one's different. This was different. This was this some girl one? who, she was like a singer or something trying to break it in Hollywood. And she's aspiring oh, to be like a performer. Okay. And he's okay. working like as a manager. And, you know, he's you know, okay. going to all this Hollywood parties and his Lamborghinis and stuff. So she's thinking that he could help her. And he does probably oh, sleep with her. her. And now all of a sudden he okay. tries to sleep with her daughter. And she, she finds her daughter. Do- 
But he brings, um, she's calling around looking for her daughter. Go, you know, he finds, she finds out he, she's at the hotel room with him. She runs to the hotel and the daughter's all drugged up and stuff. Man. So that she calls mm. the police and that's what, so this happened in Florida. Oh, okay. I say he, um, he lucky this didn't happen in New York because, you know, he's all flashy. Man, them brothers would be waiting for him. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's a girl. message in there somewhere, Tut. Hey, what's your message in there? Uh, I told the people Saturday. Coincidentally, that's when I found out that this trial started this week because I mentioned him. Uh, we being like bookends early on years ago, right here on Tooth to Power, and how we were basically, mm-hmm. I'd never known him, never met him, anything, but somehow we end up doing the same uh, uh, research on the same topics on more than one occasion. It blew me away. He's very talented, man. Very smart brother. Very smart. When he, when he first came out, you know, he was hungry. He didn't have no money. He was he was just, you know, really teaching, man. He had books and, you know, he figured out how to do it. But some way he went Hollywood in there, man. And he, he became what we all know when you look at it, man. He became Mr. Gucci, Louis, Prada, Versace. You know, yep. Rose Voice and Bentley. Like, you think you're a rapper now, dude? Like, you know, um, and once you start seeing that and him hanging out with white women and, and these parties, he went, and I'm like, oh, he, 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 gonna, he, went he to keep his secrets. He went to Hollywood mm-hmm. and got cloned. Yeah. <laughs> you can't clone the man. You left out the letter, man. They didn't clone him in Hollywood. You left out the W. They clowned him in Hollywood. Hollywood, Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, and the last thing I was going to say, man, did you see what Elon Musk did today? No, uh uh-uh. Yeah, what's what's a Chris or whatever he was talking about? Go ahead. Yeah, he banned banned cis and cisgender from Twitter. Said that that's, um, those are slurs now. So no one can use that language. The trannies are going crazy. You know, cisgender, you, 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 you don't identify with a sex and all this crazy stuff. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't follow all their terminologies. I stick with male and female. But, um, yeah, this is a big blow to them um, because, you know, th- this is their language. And so he's saying that that's, yes. that's pretty much like a hate speech now. So they're pissed, man. But, of course, they can't leave Twitter because where else the they class? don't. What, 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 uh, what let me look mean? it up. Let me. I never, I never heard. It's it called cis, cis and cisgender. Yeah, cis. C i s. Um. Hold on, let me see. Um, denoting or relating a person whose gender identity corresponds with the sex registered for them at birth, not transgender. So that's a cisgender. A cis is a and person that identifies. Up with the sex that they want to, not at the sex at birth. Mm. Well, I got to give them, I got to applaud them again, because, again, everybody know how dangerous the language is. You buy into their language, you basically done. Exactly. Once you start using these um, training terms, then uh, it becomes like, okay, the norm. The new normal, yep. you know what I'm saying? So, 
Um, so I was very proud of Mr. Musk for that one. I said, damn, that was a that was genius. I, mean, I like that. Yeah, I got to give you it know? to him. And look, uh, a couple of weeks ago, he called out the ADL. He said you could drop the A. <laughs> Meaning they really a defamation league. They defame people. <laughs> and remember, what pissed him off is all ESG. Because his yep. company went from being the highest ESG rated company because the cars That's have right. zero emission. And he's able to sell his tax credits to all these other companies. And because he bought Twitter and said that he was going right. to allow free speech, they punished Tesla. And he's pissed off. That's that. right. So, like, okay, y'all want to do me like that, then I'm going to go all the way with it. And then he said he tried to get out of buying it, you know, because he realized what, he, what was about to happen to him. And they said, no, you got to take it. So he said, okay, bet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he's pissed. He's pissed. So he's fighting back right now. Well, that's the only option that they give anybody on the other side of them. If you don't fight, you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Oh, lastly, lastly, man, I, I didn't even mean, um, mean to mention this, but um, this base in China, this Chinese base in Cuba. Yeah. Uh, all over, all finally made the newspapers yesterday, all, every newspaper, routers, all, all the main, Politico, Wall Street Journal, Washington Times, New York Times, all of the, but they didn't make the, none of the news channels. I said, look at that. Because so, y'all, y'all can't have two stories with Biden looking bad on the same day. You got his son looking bad, you know what I'm saying? And then you're going to have right. him allowing China to have a base in Cuba? So they didn't put that on the TV news because that would be mainstream news. Last time there was a base and, in Cuba, I believe they attacked it, the Bay of Pigs. And, and that, the irony of it is that was under Kennedy. And now we got another Kennedy breathing down his damn neck. Yeah, and they're not promoting him at all. But I'm mute myself. Nope, they don't have to. Because don't nobody want Biden, not even the Democrats. (laughs) They don't want him either. Nor Kamala. What he said about Taiwan with Blinken, they can't hide that. This dude just a few months ago talking about going there and starting a war with China. And now he goes there and capitulates. So what is that? That's pointing to the fact that all that money that's been funneled to him by the Chinese Communist Party is showing that he's totally compromised. They can't get out from under it. Hey, man, I think he fell and bumped his head, man. I don't know what, what he thinks this is. You, this isn't supposed to happen like this. And um, yep. they're trying to say that base was there since 2019 so they could try to blame it on Trump. Put it on horns, man, that absolutely. Base, <laughs> that base wasn't there in no 2019. But I'm going to mute myself, man. I love y'all. Peace. Same here, my brother. Excellent comments and better love. That's their normal move. Whatever they engaged in, they tried to point the finger at Orange Man. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. Uh, that's it, folks.
don't see any more hands. You got to love it, Bev. You got to love it. I know. Because <laughs> it's becoming so <laughs> obvious to everybody that whatever they do, they're trying to blame him for it before the, the, the pendulum shifts to them and people look at them and say, hey, you, you doing the same thing. But you did it first. I told you, Bev, the reason that they mm-hmm. raided his home was because they knew Biden had all them confidential documents right. all over the damn place. Exactly. So they invaded his home, but they held the information on Biden until later on in the year. And then they rolled mm-hmm. it out like they just found out. Mm-hmm. No. He was getting them documents and giving them to Hunter so Hunter could go and talk to the people that was paying him and let him know the political let them know that political moves that were going to be made before they were made, <clears throat> which saved them money, et cetera, while the Bidens got paid off. But the problem is they ain't got no business. Here's the deal, family, and I'm going to ask you, Bear. Mm-hmm. Tell me the business that Tyrone Biggums runs. Uh, I don't know no business. I haven't heard of one. Because he, he, on the <laughs> he ain't got one. He ain't got one. Tyrone Biggums' job is five fingers and a quick getaway, whatever he can steal. Well, that's Hunter Biden and the Biden family. They ain't got no business mm-hmm. either. But they're coming up with tens of millions of dollars, so they got to put it in the whole families, all the children and the grandchildren, put it in everybody's name with no business. Sound like so, neighborhood dope dealers. Yeah, so that's what's there. What do, you, what do you think Hunter Biden was? He ain't just selling dope. He's selling women, too. They got him the mm-hmm. documentation for them trafficking in women. Look, these people, I never thought I'd say this. They put the Clintons to shame. Right. We so busy looking at the Clintons, we didn't have no idea about Biden, the Bidens. Because he was on the down low in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was no need to look at him, okay? But And that's why they tried to warn him. Don't run for president. Obama tried to tell him because Obama knew if he ran for president, he's so mentally unstable that he's going to bring Obama down with him. And that's yep. what's happening. All of them. Yeah, he's bringing it all down. That boy, uh, hmm. Special Prosecutor Durham, uh, stated point blank that the chain of command went all the way up to Obama in terms of the whole spying thing on Orange Man. Obama wasn't outside the loop. He was running the damn thing. He gave the okay. Totally, I tried to I'm tell sorry. everybody. Look, they talking about running the shit. Let her run. Let her run. They know better. Obama couldn't get elected Man. today. Mm-mm. Look, that's why I said, Bear. even, uh, and I, I wish Tutmos could have commented on this because I know he saw it, of uh, Charlemagne the, uh, the, the, the goddamn 
is interviewing Obama, and he's telling him, what specifically did you do for black people? And that that didn't even sound right coming out of Charlemagne. <laughs> it's like of course he, not. he didn't do nothing. <laughs> but I was shocked that he even asked the question. Because Obama ain't got no answers. He Except for a rising right. tide lifts all boats. But I told y'all, when y'all see any kind of nigga, I don't care where he come from, and he come to you with language like talking about ginned up, in the hood, ginned up means you've been on a tangeray spree or some other gin. Ain't no black people running around here talking about ginned up. I go back to Django. What kind of nigga is that? <laughs> a nigga we like Rob Hayes say, a, a nigga that looked like us was not us. Hey. The house nigga in Django look like us, at least <laughs> partially. <laughs> and what happened to him at the end of the movie, man? He got killed. He got blew the hell up, didn't he? Yeah. Because you did. know what? He was worse than the master. Oh, he was worse than the damn master. And Malcolm said, before you get the master, you got to get his dog. He was talking about that house nigga. Well, these Negroes today have made House Negro into a growth industry. They're all over MSNBC and CNN. And all of them got questionable pedigrees. You don't know if they're men or women or what the hell they are. Well. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all these programs are going to be really, really good. So I'm looking forward to next Tuesday and Wednesday. Because we some of you good. may have heard about the ADL spying. Well, we got all the skinny on the ADL and where it came from and the whole spying apparatus and the, that we busted them out two decades ago by saying that they were the heir apparent to COINTELPRO, the thing that basically murdered the Black Liberation Movement, the counterintelligence program. Now it's PSYCHOINTELPRO, which is why they're running PSYOPs on every damn thing you could think of. Well, it seems like the cover just coming off of all of them. Uh, uh, it has to have something to do with the times that we live in, Bear. Yeah, everything is being revealed now. And Brother Kwame, the movement in the cosmos. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like everything they do, it turns right back on them. Yeah. So I guess uh, Biden is getting ready to get indicted because that's what they keep, that's what they keep doing the orange man. So you know, they ain't gonna do nothing to Biden. They gonna ease him out using some other methodology. They're not gonna indict him because that would be indicting the Democratic Party and everybody up under him. I'm talking about the Secretary of State Blinken. They were all involved in the spying on Orange Man. That would go for Merrick Garland, who's an evil little Old Testament sob, along with Blinken, both of them. 
okay, and others uh, in his cabinet who were directly involved in the spying operation. So the best thing for them to do is get rid of him, let Kamala sit up there for a few weeks, and if you notice, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, the governor of California has finally left California because he in, I'm right here preparing myself. He in prep mode to be the nominee. Mm-hmm. And I That's mean, why he's doing he interviews. To, well, how can he run a country, so-called, and he can't even run the state of California? That's the word. I mean, people matter. running out of there like roaches. That is correct. We all know that. We all know that, but they don't play fast. They figure as long as they can get him there and sell him to you, they will steal a damn election again. And he'll and he'll be your president. Hmm. Nancy Pelosi's is a grandson, mm-hmm. nephew, whatever he is. He's connected mm-hmm. to the Pelosi's, who's straight up connected to the mob. Okay, and beyond the mob, they are connected. Uh, she is connected to uh, what's this dude? This billionaire? Uh, I want to say J. Paul Getty. Who, if you looked at, watch that movie dealing with J. Paul Getty. They talk about his lifestyle with his seven, eight, nine wives and all this kind of stuff, and his selfish ass. All right, but he was. The richest man on the planet at one time, J. Paul Getty. Mm-hmm. All right, I remember as a young boy talking about J. Paul Getty. But I don't have any sympathy for any of them people, okay? Uh, I feel the same way about them as I do about Russell Simmons. I think they are endemic of the rot that's been allowed to fester in this country to push Old Testament's agenda. Now, if Orange Man get back into office again, do you think that there would be any of them going to jail? Will we see any of that? Or it just be business as usual? No, I don't think it's going to be business as usual. I think that he basically sees what they're doing to him again. You got to go. I know they talked about um, locking up mafia bosses for things that they've done, but I'd be hard pressed, and I think a lot of other people would, to find anybody that's had this many indictments by the government against them, all of which are questionable at the least and bogus at best. So, will we finally see some people go to jail? I think the times dictated there. The times that we're in dictated. And is 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 um is he going to be able, or him, or the people are going to be able to bring down the aliens, take over the aliens, now, that's get a rid good of question. them? That is a good question. Because see now, what I tell you about Orange Man's lineage, what is he? Is he is he Jewish too? He's a time traveler. Oh, you talking about? Okay. So he already been here. So he's already aware mm-hmm. of all that. And remember, mm-hmm. 
they used Tesla's technology. And Tesla, way right. back then, acknowledged the existence of aliens. Said he communicated with them. Yeah. Right. All right? So there are a lot of factors that are playing into this whole thing with Orange Man. All right? So, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of things exposed if he's able to get back in there. But I have to be honest, Bear, uh, I never underestimate the of these aliens in the Old Testament because history says that they are capable of anything up to and including starting a nuclear war because here's what's going to happen. If he gets back in there, the Democrats are so punkish and cowardly that everybody going to want to turn state's evidence and start running their mouth. Okay, we all, I don't know if you can hear us or not, but better love, everyone. Be back next week uh, with Dr. Robert X. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.